I'll be taking questions for the next uh, 30 minutes. So um, yeah, if you'd like to submit some of them, but first I have something to say before we begin this episode of Platchat Baron. This world is hard on silly men. Men filled with joyous whimsy. Nothing in this world is harder than being a goofy and fun-loving guy. And I, I've been away the last few weeks, and I've been, I've been a fun-loving guy. I've been pretty goofy, and uh, that's where I've been away. This isn't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the world has been hard on you? Huh? The world has been hard on you? No, I've been hard on the world. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, that's, you're just... You're doing it. You're doing it to yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, the world's been so tough. I've been on a constant vacation yeah. in Korea. I've been on, Japan. A, I've been on a non-stop vacation <laughs> for many You're weeks. For like, uh, a month and a half, dude. I've yeah. missed you. Please, mm -hmm. don't leave ever again. I do this every year, though. It's like where yeah, I get my problem. enrichment from my life because <laughs> otherwise I just stream for 14 hours a day and I just, I don't get any new stimuli. And so my casting stagnates to that of like a, a, the level of like a third grader. I mean, look at this. This is Bren's Twitch recap. 341 broadcasts That's this year. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How? You're, you're giving you XQC a run for his money on broadcasts. What's he at? I don't know. I mean, if you've beaten him, that's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't understand. You traveled for like 50 days this year. More than that. How do you have close to a year? I streamed a lot. <laughs> when, I was, when I was there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously. I streamed when I was there, and then I, had a, I, had, I bought a streaming backpack, and I streamed while I was in Korea and Japan. God, I mean, it's absurd. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is just ridiculous. Anyway, I need help. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode 116. <laughs> Um, the, the bulldozer is outside about to take down the Platchat compound, so, yeah. uh, you this know, is better wrap this episode. <laughs> it's not the final episode, it, hopefully. But <laughs> we'll still be fine. We'll be fine. There's no problems. Um, we've got the crew together. Let's talk some Valorant, shall we? Esports awards happened. I, everyone loves esports awards and awards to yeah. do with esports and, and yeah. stuff like that. Nice of you guys to come back to the podcast in time from, you know, being at the esports awards yeah. yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah, we were out there, you know, gambling mm. away all of the money Rubbing that you shoulders. guys give mm. us in memberships. Yep. Yeah, um, all that money that Ushi Gushi, my bussy, gave for the member. Don't for read the name. That is that's the name of a, of a user. Yeah. I can't believe that. Don't. I mean, don't that's read it out. Gushy, one of our, that's one of our loyal Stop members. reading it out. Okay, <laughs> so Valorant won the esports game of the year. I swear it already won esports game of the year last yeah, year or something. Two, two years, two years ago? Yeah, two oh, years it, in a row. Oh, is it two in a row? Two, two years in a row, yeah. Yeah, which is surprising because we weren't involved in it last year. Yeah, I know. Well, I and mean, we were. Won. We were tangentially. We were propping it up from the yeah. Platchat compound. Wait, I know but. those people. Hey. <laughs> I know a lot of those people. <laughs> I see people. <laughs> Where is Johnny? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There he is. There's Stay reinforced behind us, <laughs> gambling away all of our money. Yeah, yeah. Valorant esports game of the year, huh? Yeah, that's ah. cool. Bren's become an absolute eo maniac. <laughs> I, I saw what he what he posted on the timeline yesterday. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yeah, absolutely out of pocket. I got sucked into the to the when you, if you ever go to the esports awards, <laughs> yeah, it is a conference and whirlwind and just of just insane narcissism and egotistical natures yeah and it just it all converges into the esports <laughs> awards every year and so if you go there 
you can be a fly on the wall and it's so fucking fun to just watch people just yeah. just to just to people watch i'm talking about my literal colleagues and peers yeah <laughs> by the way as well like i'm literally talking about the also, people I, I you know i'm working also, alongside just Hey guys, look over there. Look at look at all these narcissists. Meanwhile, <laughs> wow. you, you saw the tweet that that, that Kurt pulled up. <laughs> Brun just quote tweets Valorant winning and says, "Yeah, no shit, I'm casting." <laughs> Because this guy's crazy. Because I thought it would be funny. I, don't, I thought it would be funny. I thought he's, be this funny. guy's nuts. And it's also yeah. fucking true. He's, so. he's, so he's been drinking and chilling for a month <laughs> and just talking shit. Um, uh, some other crazy <laughs> Some other winners. Loud. Loud yeah. won the team of the year, right? Um, mm. Which is pretty they, they sick. Did the game awards as well. What's right? You know the game awards? Yes. The, the bigger award show. Yes. Well, that's, yeah, that's like the one where we're... people wear t-shirts and people get criticized for wearing t-shirts. What? Well, yeah, that, yeah, that was a big thing on Twitter. Was it? Saw that. <laughs> Fucking terminally online. Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Talk to me though about the game awards. What? I mean, what, it happened. There, there was some bloke fucking crashed the Elden Ring game announced. I know we're not. This is related to Valorant. Yeah, that's, it is old news. We yeah, don't need to talk about that. But news. but also Valorant, Valorant and Loud won that shit mm. as well. Like, yeah. Look, they Yay won Yay player well, of the yeah. year. Bazooka. Bazooka won coach of the year. Yeah, big wins. Yeah, we only collect dubs here in the Valorant world. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a nice change, isn't it? Yeah, Valorant sweeping. I know, <laughs> I know. Right? It's a nice change. Got beaten down for fucking years, yeah. years in Overwatch. Years. Yeah, not seen TF2 up there. <laughs> And the team of the year. It's not Froyo. Uh, there's a good little chuckle uh, for any TF2 fans that are still yeah, watching. Five of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, joke is for you. There's a dozen. <laughs> oh, Why are you showing this? <laughs> oh, bro. Why, why are you doing this, man? For the audio listeners, Bren, do you want to explain what? No. For the audio listeners, shout out to the audio listeners. I know you're out there. Kurt decided to play the the footage of Harry Kane's missed penalty. Yeah, and Bren is upset. I'm fucking livid. I'm fucking livid. <laughs> no, man. why are you fucking no point two five, man? It's unbelievable, dude. I oh, I can't say. Listen, maybe. Oh, I hate the French in Minecraft. I have to add <laughs> Minecraft at the end, otherwise we're gonna get demonetized. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, uh, listen, I mean, they're playing in a bet. They're, they're gonna play. They're gonna win. All no, good. Not. Don't care about it. No, I've removed Argentina. It from my brain. Ar the only good storyline I'll accept at this point is Argentina winning. Okay, the because world doesn't revolve ex around your story. Morocco winning? Yeah, no, Morocco. Uh, well, would be way Morocco's better. cool. Morocco would be cool, but Messi. Anyway, anyway, Messi. shut up. We're talking about Messi. Valorant. Messi, Messi, shut, Messi, Messi. Shut your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, Valorant drops some I mean, law. We're gonna oh, talk okay. Valorant law. I thought you now. wanted to talk about LeBron's performance in overtime last night. No. We, oh my that's god! Such a good meme. Killjoy, oh my Killjoy, god. and Rays. Oh my god! Let's not. Talk. Yeah, let's just make this a generic sports podcast. Sports. Uh, Killjoy and Rays. They dropped some law. Mm. They Killjoy found a hat and found a lover as well. Uh, there's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh, bad. you're the only one here that probably doesn't know it. Hasn't looked at any of this, have you? Uh, I have. I have looked oh, at it. Kurt, no, because Kurt showed show. me it right oh. before this. Kurt yeah. discovered the secret narrative. 
that no one else was talking about with these images. Okay. No one. Well, let's let's bring people up to date. Last week we were looking at this image and we were like, why is everyone so annoyed? I think they were they just hung over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think they were out on the lash. Yeah, listen, I've been there many yeah. times the past 30 days. Yeah, matter of fact, you were sitting just like Phoenix <laughs> when I saw you yesterday. <laughs> you, you really were. Yeah. And we said at the time, oh, where's Killjoy's hat? And uh, it turns out, yeah, that that they built like a whole comic series about it, basically. Hmm. Um, what what do you mean that Kurt found a hidden narrative? Um, well, I, it's the one I explained to you, Josh, that no one else knows. Yeah, I think Josh is presenting it like everybody knows. Everyone everybody knows, knows it. it this way. People don't know about the hat storyline. Oh, they didn't put the pieces together. <laughs> oh, what is going on? I was wondering. I, dude, I was like, what are you People talking don't know about? about the hat storyline. Big dot connector. Yeah, dude, Kurt's he's I the genius. Put so, it together. He's the glue. So, so first panel. Kurt. First panel. She doesn't have a hat. Second panel. They're going shopping. I mean, yeah. clearly looking for a hat. Isn't she wearing a hat? <laughs> yeah, it's a shitty hat. It's oh just yeah, that's a normal hat. It's not no. a cool not Killjoy. Hat. No, finds finds like a shit hat. They yeah. go to a bar and Killjoy's really pissed off because she doesn't have a hat. This mm. is not. This is a bar. It's not a bar. It's like a. A garage? Uh, no, it's a barcade. Looks like they're, a they're playing it on looks an arcade like machine. It, no, they? this is Raze's workshop. They're like for building sure. shit. She's like tinkering oh, with, with Raze's yeah, boomball. Okay, yeah. so Raze, look over here. Yeah, look, Raze has a package. What Enhanced. the fuck? Oh. Getting a delivery? UPS? And then party time. Yeah, so take a look at this image. You've got uh, Neon chilling with Phoenix while they both oh. look really bored. Oh, and then oh, over in this God. corner, Raze is giving a gift. To kill Joy. The same package. And what the? F she got a new hat. New hat just. Oh, it's on a lap. Yep. I'm surprised so many people were so excited about a new hat. Yeah, it is really weird, actually. I mean, <laughs> 600,000 likes for a hat storyline. I mean, is, is this actually yeah. TF2? This is what. This is also what I do when people give me gifts. When you give me a Christmas gift, Josh, I'm just gonna <laughs> just plant a big smooch on it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, in all seriousness, this is fucking sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. Yeah. It is. It's fucking awesome, honestly, seeing this. And uh, yeah, they're, they're paving the way with the law, with the uh, directly included with the LGBTQ community, you know? Yeah. And yes. um, I can't remember if Overwatch ever really did anything as upfront as this. I think they had like voice lines in game. No, they had, they had released a comic where Tracer the comic was released, had a girlfriend, yeah. uh, Emily, I yeah. think it was. But did they ever tweet it? Did they ever post it on their Instagram? I mean, I think so. I, I, I can't know. remember. Did they ever know. do it for the clout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's still dope. Even if you hold the most like pessimistic kind of like uh, view of the world, where you're like, oh, they're just doing it because it's good PR, blah blah blah. It's still a very very positive thing to include yeah. into the game. And the thing that the thing that I always come yet, back to so. when people make that argument of like they're just corporations, it's just a PR move. It's good that good PR aligns with positive um ethical stuff yeah <laughs> because there's no there's no guarantee that they that those are the same thing um but the fact that the general community wants that and therefore it is good pr is a great thing mm -hmm. so yeah it's pretty sick pretty good huh um yeah. <laughs> well, what's your problem, mate? You uh, you're turning into a fucking dad. You're metamorphosizing into the average Englishman. I don't know if you've realized <laughs> this, but I, I have a, a pet theory. Jo uh, uh, Kurt, can you pull up like 
English football fan on Google Images. And just, there's a, I have a theory. English people, uh-huh. we, t- we turn the age of 40. <laughs> and it's the, the constant diet of just pints at Weatherspoons <laughs> and d- fucking God knows what else they're putting in the food in the UK just transforms us. And there's like a tipping point, a scale that gets reached at the age of 40 <laughs> where <laughs> you metamorphosize into just boom. Bold, what did you want me to do? Three lions tattoo on your fucking arm, sunburned, you're at the games. Oh, come on, Harry Kane, you fucking can't. <laughs> and you just, it just, there's a tipping point, and you are slowly getting there. Yeah. What is the tipping point? There's a, like, it's a couple, it's like a precursor. You've got to unlock it. So first you've got to get a kid. You've okay. got to have a child. All right. And then as soon as you get like, I'll soon, work on soon as Susie's at school <laughs> and you can get the game on the TV, then, you know, and then it just, it just barrels out of control. Right. Okay. So be careful. Don't get a child. No, 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 no. Don't have a don't child. Don't ever go to Weatherspoons. <laughs> That's the other precursor. <laughs> If you avoid yeah. that, you'll be fine. God. Because you know, you, this is what you'll turn into. I have seen so many Englishmen that look like this. Yeah, I, honestly, that is me currently, just without the tattoos. And that, <laughs> that is just what my body looks like underneath this mm-hmm. thin piece of fabric. It'll happen to you. It'll happen to me. I mean, I mean that that's... Why does that say Welsh bollocks? Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I don't know Why what these tattoos are, to be honest. Shirtless men. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a Yeah, okay. All right. The other, another cool piece of news, actually, uh, that I saw posted on Reddit this morning is that tickets are almost sold out for the lock-in event, for the mm-hmm. Sao Paulo event. And that's kind of interesting for a couple of reasons. One, because in Copenhagen, the ticket's barely sold, honestly. They, they also didn't sell them as far in advance. Yes. I mean, this is a much better system for tickets that hopefully they continue into the future. But also, there's like 11,000 person capacity in this this arena. And it looks like normally they would block off half the stage. But it looks oh, like it's circular. It's circular. Let's which, fucking go. Oh. Yeah. We haven't had that before in Valorant. They do it quite a bit in, um, in CS. Yes. And they've done it in League before. And they've yeah, done it in yeah. Overwatch and stuff like that. But we've never had a, a, a surround sound stage. Yeah. But, yeah. Surround sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine what the Valorant team will be able to do with that? They always make the stage yeah. look sick. Yeah, it'll be sick. The stage team is I, always I, dope every single time. And now you, you've given them the creative control of the circular arena to do whatever the fuck they want with players are going to lift out of the floor i can tell you that right now it's just <laughs> ah, it's a guarantee there's going to be players lifted out of the floor at some point yeah i'd like to see them come down from the ceiling i want to see i want to see harnessed up i want to see yay descend in a devil costume from the ceiling <laughs> or, or the rest of the team comes down and he comes up from the floor i suppose that would be more thematically um <laughs> appropriate uh, but yeah, that's pretty We're sick. Valorant into a Broadway show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, why not? Oh, hell I don't yeah. think that fits the, the cool theme they're going for. <laughs> you don't think? Give we him a little trident. We got a god actor. We already have Boaster. Like, why yeah. not? Let's go. Musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, could, we could make a musical happen. I, I think Ye would be a fantastic actor. I think. <laughs> no? Okay. No? All right, yeah. fair enough. Maybe he should stick to his own actual talent, which is being sick of Valorant. Um, 
the, the there was another rumor this week. <laughs> Why is that tickled Kurt? So I don't much? know. Kurt's fucking died. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's another rumor uh-huh. that Cloud and White were getting split. Their pieces scattered to the wind. Uh-huh. Um, okay, before we get on this. No. Oh, fuck. Me. Right. What? What? Um, what? I wanted to talk a little, just real quick about the the lock-in event. Fucking hell. And my hopes for it because with the I don't know if you watch much Wait, of the wh- CS. What is that? The Brazil event. Oh. It's called the lock-in. It's called, it's called lock-in. lock-in. Yeah. Yeah. Because the people aren't allowed to leave because otherwise the Brazilian fans will just all be outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is related God to the Brazilian it. fans. The point I wanted to make though is because for the CS event, I don't know if you watch much of it, but the crowd kind of just petered out when uh, when the Brazilian teams like. Yeah, yeah. it was it was like really really bad in terms of that crowd, and so I really I really hope that that doesn't end up happening for this because um, the audience in Copenhagen felt like it, everybody was like just there to they were just fans of Valorant, you know what I mean? Maybe not one yeah. team being a fan of of one specific team, and I, I guess in Istanbul as well, people were just there to to watch as fans as well. So I hope it doesn't end up being the same case where the audience just ends up you know you know if the but Brazilian I, teams well, don't make it far. Yeah, you can't really because they have goals outside. I have no idea. Part, partially, yeah. Gauls was running. Like um, I love to spread misinformation on the internet. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but, but it, this, but this you, much, you can can't say. really control it, Brent. Like for for the most part, like in the CS major, a team made it to the semifinals, right? And then they lost. So like it's mm. it's natural for the team or for the the crowd who is paid every day to hope for a good storyline that they're going to get attached to to get attached to a storyline and then it fall out and they're not interested anymore that's very natural whereas if like a team all the brazilian teams get knocked out in the beginning maybe you see a completely different outcome like uh, maybe as well obviously gals not being outside could help but <laughs> it's something that's really 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 difficult to control when you have no clue what games you're going to get for locking we have no idea what the format is we don't know which teams are playing on what day it's really hard to just be a fan of you know a set amount of teams so they haven't announced the natural. format yet no no nope uh, they've just said 30 teams uh, that's a they're, lot of teams yeah. they're gonna release a new <laughs> game mode where many teams it's just a battle royale <laughs> they're, gonna put, they're gonna put all the players in at the same time and there's just one match that happens uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's still going to be a really sick event. It's the first time at one of these big international events that we've had this many people there as well. I mean, the crowd for Istanbul was like 2,000, and it was even less. I think it was like 1,200 at Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to be a different level of crowd size yeah. that people have only experienced, I think, so far, if you went to the Japanese events that have been going on. Yeah. And right. those are not Masters events. Um, so I guess this isn't right. technically, but whatever. It's, it's the top teams playing. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of top <clears throat> teams... Like I said before, there's a nice. rumor <laughs> that Clown and White are getting tackled to pieces and thrown to the winds. Um, they, they've kind of disputed this a little bit as well, but it was a report from Purist who said that um, Cloud9 White are apparently going to get broken up and they're going to be free agents and essentially the team is going to uh, you know, d- disband to the point where it's not going to be recognizable in its current form. Um, before we get on to, you know, what the Cloud9 players have said in regards to whether or not this is exactly how it's going to play out, I feel like this would be a big loss for the game changer scene because so many people have attached themselves to the C9 storyline, and I'd like to see them compete again against the other teams next time the international land rolls around and see if they have um, a shot of being able to redeem the, the expectations they had yeah. going into this event. Yeah, the storyline doesn't feel complete. But also, 
Uh, couldn't it just be a case, it, or isn't it possible that it could just be a case where their contracts are up and they're in a renegotiation period? Yeah, definitely. And they're just open to other options because, you know, they have the, the, the pull and uh, other teams would certainly want the players, but then could end up being that they stick together. Uh, yeah, they, they've this actually... possible, right? They have said that um, Jazzy's <laughs> doing uh, military service. So, or... Yeah, the uh, Alexis Was that had a, a real or troll. I, th- I, I mean, there's got to be a troll, right? <laughs> I think what? I think this is real. Alexis. So Alexis said, Jazzy will be joining the military. <laughs> so on behalf of the rest of the Cloud Nine roster, they're now looking for a fifth player. They have some right. people they're looking at as their fifth, and one of them is your mom. I, so is this a troll message or what? Am I being trolled? It's, it's, I, is it partial troll? Is it full troll? I, well, the first time I read it, I assumed it was partial My troll. My mom doesn't know Valorant, Josh. <laughs> She's not going to do well on Cloud9 White. Okay? I don't, I, I don't want the hook name tarnished. The hook name. So for it to be tarnished, it had to be sparkling clear to begin with. It, we have done work in Rendezvous. The amateur league. <laughs> you've, okay. told, you've told me for years that you come from a long line of hairdressers, yeah. not a long line of Valorant players. Well, Valorant's only been out for a couple of years. Well, that, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it would be difficult. Um, I would assume that this is full troll, now having read it again. <laughs> but, but, yeah, yeah, that might be a good ja- guess. So Jazzy's unlikely to be joining the military. I don't, do, having, I don't fucking having know. Having thought about that for more than two <laughs> seconds, it does seem unlikely. Like, what? What, what is happening? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it Probably could happen. Unlikely. It could happen. We don't could, know. Yeah. It, it could be. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> So I that's, that's your response to this. Just, there's no way of knowing. The information <laughs> is unattainable, and I refuse to speculate. <laughs> Who knows? All options are weighted exactly the same to me, and I have no input. <laughs> I think, I mean, I, I echo what Wyatt was saying, where it'd be a shame to let it, you know. Yeah, Fuck off, let, we're moving on. Yeah, to let <laughs> the storyline finish That's like, yeah, I mean, what can you white. say? There's just, you can't say. What, yeah, what do you want me to say? What do you want him to say, Josh? There's nothing what? to but say. Also, I said the thing. I said the only thing you can say. I gave the take. There's one <laughs> yes. take, and I gave it. And that's it. Exactly. Everything okay. else is so speculation about, on, on trollery. D- d- we're speculating on trollery, Josh. Okay. <laughs> Moving away from the speculation on trollery, what, d- d- hasn't there been a large conversation in Game Changers about it being bad okay. for the scene that Cloud9 had all the top talent the, you know, condensed into one team? Is there not an also alternative take That's not the, that this could that's, be that's, a good thing? But that's not true anymore. I, I mean, I don't... The, I mean, well, that's, when that's you talk not, about the international level, sure, but they only have one international tournament a year, yeah. so I think it's still valid in NA. I don't think it's going to be valid. No, it's not going to be valid in NA this year. Because they, I think they, they even have to, you know, do a little NA redemption and beat Shopify. And also there's the new... Sure. Uh, the new... I, uh, is it Immortal signing everyone? I can't remember who's signing a bunch it's, of people. It's, it's version, like version 1. Oh, yeah, it's ver- yeah, version mm-hmm. 1 or version X. It's on, like, Sarah and Floor. Noia. Or yeah. yeah, Sarah, not Tupperware. Yeah, so... But also, to add more misinformation, rumor is that Mel and... Okay. Um, uh, I forgot who, one of the players on Cloud9 is mm-hmm. going to that team with version X. Like, oh, really? before and all that. So, mm-hmm. that's the latest rumor. I, I think this I, is also... I, I also a heard a rumor. Wait, what rumor did you hear? <laughs> I was just going to make up something. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I mean, this is a normal part, though, of the of the in the off season. Oh, Alexi, most, obviously. 
most most stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Now this, but this one isn't a troll. This one's real. <laughs> Josh, Alexis god is retiring it. to become a full time stunt double for. You want to pronounce? Do you that? want to say that name out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I mean, Charlie D'Amelio. Wow. Great. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Is that is that, is that nearly I mean, there? Really, I wouldn't yeah. have got it. They just yeah. stopped you in your tracks. Brent, who is that? I don't know. <laughs> not, not a fucking clue. One of those TikTok. Who is TikTokers? This? That's that's fucking Charlie D'Amelio. Just a, a TikTok dancer. Just a TikTok dancer. You're just an esports broadcaster. You fucking you 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 are the shit on her shoe. Yeah, there's no fucking. There's no ego here. Yeah, yeah, I may have made Valorant what it is no today, ego. but there's no ego here. There's no ego. There's here. no ego. 149 million people that's around the world yeah. okay. follow her as, every move. Almost, almost as many as Brian. That's light work. Almost. Listen, keep an eye on these profiles. I'll and be there by streamed, the end of the year. You've streamed every single day of the year, and that's still not even the hours watched combined in followers. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, she's just a TikTok Okay. Dancer. All right. I get it. Fuck it out. Get off my case. <laughs> Uh, uh, Red Bull home ground. Harry Kane. <laughs> let, let's, no. let, let's talk about the main chaos. thing for this week. Red Bull home ground happened. Um, some big teams were playing. Oh, but I had a room. room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, I saw a rumor. <laughs> I, just, I was just going to say, what Go on then. Go on then. Say the fucking rumor. I saw a rumor. That 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 Bob and Cats we were gonna go to Hold on. <laughs> he doesn't even Hold know. on. Was, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! What team was it? Wait, I got it. It's somewhere in there. Was oh, it? if I didn't uh, have that last glass of scotch last night, it's in there. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. I can't remember. <laughs> Look at I Wait, is version X as well? No! Oh, X set. Oh, X set. Rep the set, baby. Rep the right. It's X set. Uh, X set. Purple. Purple. Oh, Purple's the girl. Yeah, so that's the room oh, right here. Oh, my God. Which maybe if everything guys, else is true, that does make sense, but, you know. Fuck it. You guys want to order room service at this point? Because this episode <laughs> is a train wreck. Wait, what's that? <laughs> wait, wait. wait. This, this this really is. I think the most room service episode that never did we we didn't see the light. Oh, of day you're referencing yeah. the secret episode. Yeah, the secret episode yeah. where I spilt yeah. like fucking three hundred dollars worth of room service food in an elevator okay, and smashed okay. plates and glasses everywhere. <laughs> we have to calm it before it gets to that level. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt is already off the deep end, <laughs> smiling faces in the topic bar. <laughs> Right. Whoa, so, deep breath. Real quick, let's reel it back in. I so want... we went to the card shop <laughs> earlier yeah. this week. And we drove all the way up to North Austin and there was a nice man greeting everybody in front of the card shop. He was very high on Percocets playing with rocks. <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to was, throw that in there. Is it that was, is that that's supposed to reel us in, is yeah. it? Yeah. Back, <laughs> <to, laughs> back to the Valorant says Buzz fucking losing it, man. Alright. I just played three hours of ranked and I have to deal with the kids in NA who just send it every round and now I have to deal with you. What am I supposed to do? Okay. Alright. Uh, I want us all to take one deep breath. <clears throat> yep. And then out again. <sighs> I did okay. get it. I got a nice deck box. 
you need to stop talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> just so just, okay. I'm Red excited Bull, about my game. I'm going to just keep tower. talking. Red Bull home ground happened this week with some top teams from EU well, and NA. Don't say and, some. I mean, there the weren't all the top teams and there weren't no top teams. So I think <laughs> some actually is it's, the right that's well, there might be word to say. There were like a two top team. Yeah, I mean, at the no. moment. At the moment, Dude, maybe, guys, but, stop I'm... fucking hating, okay? okay. Let me set some right, context. Let, let me set <laughs> some context. 100 Thieves won the tournament. They looked yeah. really good. Wyatt was saying that the, the clear favorites coming in as well. They looked sick. Uh -huh. But one of our big storylines from last week as well was that Liquid were going to be really cool to watch and they ended up having to play with two subs yeah. because their IGL and, you know, arguably their best player, Nats, isn't, uh, wasn't, they weren't able to acquire visas. Yeah. So it did change the dynamic of the tournament, but it was still a fun one to follow. It looked pretty cool. Let's start with 100 Thieves though because they blasted through this tournament um, and looked like... I mean, clearly the best team yeah. by a long shot. Watching so, this, you want me to start? Please. Okay, yeah, watching it. I felt like 100 Thieves were, they were one of the teams that were clearly coming into this, taking it very seriously. Um, I'm not saying the other teams weren't taking it seriously, but it was a bit of a Mickey Mouse tournament because um, it was being played on the old patch as well, which needs to be said. So this is, you know, before yeah. the chamber nerfs. And I think you could tell from a lot of the compositions that the teams are playing that they are, they've been scrimming, you know, on the new patch and practicing and, you know, theorizing compositions and stuff. And they were playing that on the chamber patch. So there's some teams that are playing Killjoy on, on maps where otherwise you'd see chamber being played, things like that. I'm thinking of Vitality, I think, was doing that. Um, and so it does add a little bit of like, ah, oh, you know, it's a bit of fun to watch the gameplay. But it definitely, the vibe I got from watching 100 Thieves was that they had a team that were, they were the ones who were, you know, putting a lot of effort into uh, trying to win the whole thing. Um, especially compared to Cloud9, because... I mean, we're going to talk about this later. Or we can talk about it now about people being so confused about yay IGLing yeah. and people saying it was troll. We'll, we'll, we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that in a bit. I, I, I want to I give 100 Thieves just a moment before we talk okay. the Cloud9 stuff because okay. I think we're going to talk Cloud9 for quite a while. Yeah. I, I feel like it looked like they were... I think... I feel like it looked like they might have been the team trying because they were just literally better than everyone by their default mode of existence yeah. is just better than everyone else in this tournament. Like, <clears throat> there was just no other team that compared to them in regards to the the basic elements of teamwork in the game. Like, the trust mm -hmm. that the players had in each other, their ability to swing for each other, to play off of each other in all scenarios was so Which, much better than every other team. But that's just, like, their sense, default right? mode. Yeah, yeah, because they've been ex they've been existing and improving with this roster, and then they just plugged in a god duelist. Yeah. And their fucking roster... The roster is just stacked from top to bottom. Every player on their team can be the star player of any map that they play. But they all have the ability to do so, and they all did it various points in the tournament well like, i want to even in the final against cloud nine it was like bang went crazy on the the first map austin went crazy on the last map like they're yeah. just across the board they are the depth on the team is just crazy compared to all the competition the, here the statement you made there though about um any of their players being able to take over a game i think previously the exception to that would have been and it applies to most teams as well would have been their igl but stella had a really good tournament too yeah, Stella popped off. Stella popped off, Bang popped rounds. off, had really good tournament overall. This round is insane. I mean, this this game entirely, Stellar was uh, one of the most impressive and surprising players out of everything. Because like you said, Josh, she was the guy who 
everybody was like, eh, no, definitely can't do what uh, the rest of the team can. But every single game, he had some sort of major impact, whether it be like a spam clutch like this, Viper's Pit Ace. There was so many good utility combos as well that they added to the game as well. I would not, you know, argue against the fact that this team was trying as hard as they can, but they've leveled up significantly, not only because Mike's, you could clearly see contributions, not that we couldn't before, but you could clearly see now, but also Cryo, I feel like just being on the team has unlocked Asuna, has unlocked Bang to be better players than they were before because Asuna wasn't like this at Champions. He wasn't like this at all throughout the entire year. He was inconsistent and he was very consistent this event. And I think it's because Cryo can actually do what needs to be done for the overall picture. Mm. Uh, is this the case that Going into Sao Paulo, you expect to see the same kind of thing where teams that have stuck together or only made marginal improvements are just going to blow away the rest of the competition by virtue of, you know, just having that synergy <laughs> and having that ability. <laughs> I love Mike, the, the lighting. He is slowly turning into Ryan Reynolds from Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> he is like, his, he had his oh, profile picture set really up for the longest time. The stoic, yeah. the stoic male that... Dude, I, there, I, for some reason, I keep getting it on, on my TikTok for you page of just people who like are romanticizing the sad male life or like the, the, the kind of stoic, yeah. like, I must condense my feelings into a yeah. ball and I must be stoic. And it, and it's just, it's all over the place. And people keep making fan cam edits of Ryan Reynolds in Drive and Blade Runner and fucking, and Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. And it's <laughs> unironic and I don't know where it's coming from, but listen, Mike, Come to the light. Don't fucking go into that direction. Listen, there's there's still there's still there's still chance for you. But what were we talking about prior? Because I, there was a point I wanted to get onto, but I really wanted to get that off my Sao chest Paolo, real quick. Our our teams were sticking together. Yeah. No. He, yep. You've got it. Yes. I think that will be the case because but the audience has forgotten what no. the question. No, no, no. Was. The question was <laughs> the question was will teams that have been like sticking together, sticking together, like having a core priority, you know, yeah. you know, the reforming of the rosters yeah. have a, a massive edge in Sao Paulo event, uh, and I think that that's just a, a natural case, and, that, and that's going to be the case. But a large reason for that as well is that like the kind of off-season timing. I know a lot of teams aren't even practicing yet, by the way. Yeah, some because of them they're still even either they're still working out the rosters late or they're still trying to get players into the countries because of visa stuffs. And they're gonna be out, they're gonna be scrimming like three weeks before the event, four weeks before the event. They're not gonna have as much time together compared to some of these core rosters that have, have been together. And you know, like you said, Wyatt, you know, plug and play, you can just put cryo into this roster over Will, and you've still got the, you know, the layers that they've been developing over the past year. They've still got an experience as well, but now with the additional firepower. So teams like 100 Thieves, I'm expecting them to do very, very well at Sao Paulo, but uh, also it's a 30 team event. So it, I feel like that just adds in <laughs> yeah. the element of chaos. Like the- well, Depends what the format I, is, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I really I, I really feel like it's a team, it's it's like heavily a team by team basis because 100 Thieves were trending upward and then made a move that just fucking skyrocketed them upwards. Yeah. Well, I, I think some of the other teams that are sticking together, like. I don't think it's going to help Zeta Division that they've stuck together with the same five, you know? I, I'll say uh, it right like, now. It's, I think it's just on a team-by-team team basis. For, some of the teams that have been stuck, like yeah. it's not going to help Team Secret that they have the same five or football. Well, like, what about, what about a team that was stuck. in a very similar position like DRX? A DRX... Because they haven't made an upgrade, though. Yeah, I think DRX are one that I'm, I'm fine with because they haven't... I don't think they necessarily needed to make an upgrade. Uh, you could argue they were trending up because their last performance was... <laughs> the best one but also they were in you're extrapolating from yeah. one no, data but also, point yeah but <laughs> so if you don't do that though you're still assuming they're going to be like top five top six yeah yeah and if other themes fall down because they're new yeah then they'll probably 
maybe end up exactly where they did at champions yeah. and like you know top round this is what's gonna happen but we're gonna go into sao paulo and there's gonna be the teams that existed they're gonna be i think finishing top half of the teams that are there there's going to be a few teams that have rebuilt and, they, and they, they're new to the, you know, there's a new roster that's being built and they're going to surprise everybody and be a heavy hitter. I mean, there's going to be like two to three teams that are going to be like that. And there's going to be the rest of the teams where they've, you know, experimented or taken a lot of risks or the talent isn't quite there and they're going to, you know, fall at the bottom of the pack as, as expected. Why would we even bother watching? We yeah, don't exactly watch it. I already know what's going to happen. But I'm, I'm genuinely expecting because of the trajectory of 100 Thieves, just because, you know, that was still the topic here. This team was on such a good, uh, like, just trajectory in terms of their development over the past year. And I think the firepower upgrade, they've got the experience at LAN now as well with this core roster. And I think that was the one thing that was really missing from them was the, the regular LAN experience. And the more and more that they get that in events like this, winning this, I think that they are looking really, really strong coming into just all of next year, I think. Honestly, the, the trajectory that they should be on, I mean, this team should be winning to win, aiming to win it all, I think, next year, along with a lot of other rosters at the very tippity top. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you the titular question, Bala. Uh, do you think they are the best team in the Americas? Obviously, this wasn't an Americas tournament, but do you think they're going to be at the top of that pile? Yeah, I think the level that they showed with Cryo being added uh convinces me that they're currently the best team in the americas just maybe that's just recently we've only literally watched like 100 thieves and cloud nine pretty much but i don't see any of these teams coming out of the gate like sentinels who haven't screamed they don't even have their players together yet like cloud nine obviously they're going to be working on roles and igls or whatever in the next little bits nrg i don't think the firepower is uh, high enough for that team to really compete i i think it should be an easy yes there's but Loudon, Leviathan. I was going to say, yeah. <clears throat> Loudon, Leviathan um, have both made changes, but I mean, especially with the Leviathan changes, that could be, you know, they've kept some level of a core, they've changed a few roles around and stuff, but they've also added some interesting pieces that should push their, their game upwards as well. Yeah, uh, I think Leviathan is just going to be good. I don't think that the changes they've made and still trying to... Um, Figure out exactly what they're doing with Kesnet uh, yeah. is, is has convinced me uh, in the offseason so far. Right. Um, I think they're going to be good, but 100 Thieves has shown best possible form that they could have shown, best possible result that they could have gotten from the offseason moves that it should be yes, but I don't think that the potential of the rest of the teams is going to stay there or is going to keep them lower than 100 Thieves. I don't think, I still don't believe that, like, Cloud9, for example, is not going to skyrocket with the potential that they have, or even Sentinels, or Loud as well. Yeah. Uh, so you wanted to bring it up earlier, Bren. Let's tackle the Cloud9. Oh, yeah. Careful here, Josh. No, you're right. Sorry, I did forget about Jim. Let's talk about Jim. Now, if Ooh. you're not aware, Jim uh, is... His name is Jim Eller, and he is the father of Stephen oh. Eller. And um, <laughs> he, he posted on Reddit this thing about his experience at Red Bull Homeground in Manchester. Now... I mean, taking your dad on holiday to Manchester, <laughs> what a fucking disastrous Yeah, I wouldn't place. wish that on my enemies, I mean, honestly. <laughs> I hope Stella actually took him somewhere nice as well, but good Lord, what an urban hellscape to take your father to. <laughs> I mean, I lived there for years, and it's the fucking... It is just the I remember when I came to visit you, and I saw a homeless man pissing in a bottle. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just as I was coming to visit you. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's... It's anyway, fucking. I'm reliving trauma. From it was a nice, homeless, not homeless, wholesome 
<laughs> wholesome message. Wholesome post. Wholesome yeah. message. Wholesome it was a really message. nice post. Basically, he was just talking about how much he enjoyed the trip and talking about how intimate the arena was, just a 600-seat small arena. And he was talking about um, how much the players and the fans really enjoyed, like, uh, going up and talking to people and signing stuff and this kind of thing. Um, so... Yeah, he was just saying, go to LAN events. It's very enjoyable, even if you are uh, a, a dad. I like that he signed it off with Jim. I know that, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. I'm a, I'm a Jim fan. Thanks for taking the time, Jim. Jim. <laughs> I love that. That is that is very nice. It's super wholesome, very cute. Uh, you can go and find it and read it on your own time. I'm not going to read it all out. Um, but... <laughs> It was, it was lovely. I think you should, honestly. You, you want me to read <laughs> that in, in like a gym dad no, voice? Don't, don't, <laughs> no, don't. Don't do that, no. Let's talk Cloud9, though. You you wanted to get onto this topic earlier, Brent. Yeah. So I'm going to give the floor to you here. But Cloud9 went through the tournament, and I think where people were expecting a super team, they ended up being really odd to watch. Mm. A lot of misplays, yeah. a lot of odd compositions. There was a, a, some kind of storyline around yay IGLing. Yeah, with the finals. I don't know if that was just for the finals about. or what, but but people, but also the community narrative, people were say, saying that you know, oh, actually it, he wasn't. He was. It was just a great ruse that he was playing, where he said he was IGLing and also decided to sit in the middle seats of the land and also was talking all the time in the in the rounds and also was making a ton of mistakes and dying first a lot and putting himself in risk that he normally doesn't do. But it was just an elaborate troll. It wasn't. I I think. I think when he with this tweet, he's saying IGL stuff was troll boys. He's saying the concept of it was they were trying it. No, I, it I, I sent him a message and he wasn't IGLing. No, you didn't. I did. No, you didn't. I messaged him this morning. I no, I, I literally I had to show you the DM. Josh, has I messaged Jay because no. I was confused about and it. it. And he wasn't IGLing. And oh he said God. he sent you a lot of messages. I, he said, I didn't know you were tight like that. I'm so and fucking I, confused then because oh this is so unconventional. He's pouring his heart out to yeah. you. <laughs> I didn't know you were friends with Jay. Yeah, like I didn't know you were tight like that. Listen, yeah, I mean, the, uh, he watches me play Minecraft. So <laughs> I'm I'm very confused then because it all was adding together when I was looking at it. Like it, he was. And that kind of impact. <laughs> Don't show that ever again. <laughs> ever again. <laughs> so, so we've just, so we've just was, upset Bren's entire paradigm. This entire narrative. But, I'm, but okay, but this is just making me more confused then because it felt like Ye had a bit of a, bit of a, uh, a poor tournament then by, by, that, by that measure because he, I'm watching. He's getting caught out of position a ton. He's, he's honestly pushing up and taking contact a lot of the time when he otherwise... Uh, wouldn't with his usual play style. I'm like thinking of instances like on Bind where he's like just holding inside a smoke when normally like he's playing Chamber, you, you, you'd be holding from, from showers or shore, which is typically how he plays. But he was like taking contact a lot, which typically you see in a lot of IGLs because they want to, you know, take point, get all the information, make the calls. And if they die, they can call for the rest of the team. That's why I thought it was adding, you know, credit towards it because it was, he was playing unconventionally not a lot how we usually what do. you've discovered is confirmation bias i hate it yeah <laughs> i hate it I'm just, I'm, i mean i'm wrong then i'm i'm wrong you've I, done the investigative journalism work i could have sent him a message but i decided to just make my own shit up i decided <laughs> to make shit up on the internet yeah I, I i think a lot of i think a lot of the issue if you're looking at just yay's performance specifically i think that a lot of times there was just really poor setup for him I mean, there were moments like, uh, obviously they improved as the tournament went on, but like, holy shit, it started just terribly against focus. That game was just 
two chefs throwing spaghetti at each other. It was <laughs> it was madness that game. But it like it start like there were a lot of moments where like there, there were uh like someone was supposed to put a piece of util for him and they either sent it too early, sent it too late. There were a lot of situations I was seeing where uh like other people on Cloud9 would be taking a fight, but Ye wasn't really in position to help, and that's kind of like, okay, well, maybe that's just, like, new team things. Yeah, yeah. But there were moments where other players were swinging and fight. I mean, this was just around early on where, like, the, the, the timing on the push from short was super off, and it was because Vanity was mollying back triple, which had already just gotten mollied from a lineup from Leaf. It was just like... Yeah. I mean, this game was... Uh, far worse than all the other games clearly but still uh, the general problems i feel like persisted throughout which was I, you could definitely chalk a lot of it up to new team things but i felt like at times maybe there were moments where it's like all right yeah he's not hitting the same shots that he would have you know or like we feel like he should be hitting like there were moments against 100 thieves where someone's like walk pushing an angle that he's watching and he whiffs and then Cryo kills him. It's like, okay, well, typically you'd think Ye would get that 100 out of 100 times. But I feel like there were so many moments as well where the team just is not gelling yet, and it was like Ye wasn't taking fights when he could have been, or they weren't setting him up properly. Like on, on Pearl when they were playing, they had some of the moments, I mean, at least when they were doing the Yoru stuff, like there were moments where Zelsus was supposed to stun for him, and he just did it like five seconds early, and then Ye still went and died. Like, yeah, it was just. But but those super kind of things stuff. are the will fix over time kind of issues, yes. right? Yeah, hopefully. Bala, yeah. how much of this do you think can be attributed to just it being a new team? Don't worry about it. Like, don't don't panic, C nine fans. It's still a super team. They're gonna figure the shit out. How much do you go towards that direction? Uh. I, I would kind of disagree about the fact that, like, it's stuff that's fixed. Like, obviously, it is fixable. Like, you're going to work on that. But I think it is a little panicky because I think there's cracks showing in the sense that two players aren't working well together or whatever. And I also think that Cloud9 and Vanity's calling in the past has led to a lot of those moments like that bind round that you, that you show where things are chaotic because it's not as practice. It's trying to be a little bit more fluid. And that's coming from Optic Free, eh? So he's going to obviously be super uncomfortable in a, in a system like that. I, I I would say there is some reason to panic, but not mm. super panic. You still have Ye. I mean, he still played in some games really, really well. You saw a, a number of rounds where he's just vintage Ye. And you also have Leaf being insane. There, there was a lot of bad stuff as well and strategic decisions that just don't make any sense. But at the end of the day, they still have insane skill, and I think this tournament showed this. I don't mm -hmm. think that they were underwhelming for a first performance at all, but there are cracks. Right. I, I think you can fix that over time, like you're saying, Josh. Like that's, it's kind of normal to expect that, where it's a little bit um, shaky with the coordination. It gets fixed up over time. But one of the things that this tournament kind of highlighted for me, I think that I'm worried about for Cloud9 in the future, is the, the roles and how they're going to make that work. Because the, the traditional Sentinel role now is kind of changing away where a lot of teams could put you know, your crack jewelers player on that role and it would fulfill th that, that gap. But looking at this roster, you've got like, you know, Leaf sometimes playing Viper for them, which I know he likes to do. He said in the past that he, he wants to do that, where he plays like the some unusual roles where he's playing like Viper on, on, on Bind and, um, you know, sometimes playing the initiators for them. But this team, I think, is going to have to 
work out a, a system where like how do you how do you get the most out of a player like yay and put him on duelist like who will be playing then sentinels for them who's going to be playing smokes who's going to be you know actually settling these roles because it's it, it's i think it showcased a little bit as well with like the the icebox comp where they kind of like you know they're pushing about out a little bit where they've got i think they were running what viper brim I think yeah they were running and, viper brim on icebox yeah, yeah and so and they had leaf pushing like aggressively as well on defense yeah yeah, yeah. It, it looked really odd and that when i was watching that i immediately thought uh-oh this is the stuff that i was hoping i wouldn't see from them at all and that, that but the, the problem with me there is that i just don't think that will last long at all because they have a coach that has drilled into his former teams to not make mm -hmm. decisions like this so if it continues i'm gonna be baffled honestly like baffled because that is just not how mc's teams have ever worked before uh i say ever as if he's you know played for years or something in valorant but i mean he's coached Especially the guard teams. to a, a really solid level and they were yeah. fundamentally a good team um so i'd be i'd be surprised if he wasn't able to Fix well, a lot of these. The slight difference is that the guard was a, a team of very malleable players. This is now a team of stars. You know that that yeah. is a complete new new personality shift that he'll have to deal with. But they're also all friends. I mean, he's coached these guys before yeah. in in CS, so it's not well, not all of them, but yeah. But that also, yeah, I mean, sometimes that presents its own difficulties, right? If you don't have that exactly like, super strict uh, hierarchical system where. Your word is law. I don't exactly know how it works within the C9 system. Maybe it's a bit yeah. different to the guard. Um, the, the other thing, too, is their map pool is just not ready. I mean, there were so many maps where you could clearly see that the only thing that they practiced was post-chamber stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, any of the maps where Leaf was playing uh, Killjoy, for example, like Ascent, or any, any of those things, those were just really poor maps. Whereas the rest of them, where Ye could play Chamber and Leaf was playing Rays, like Haven, those looked phenomenal. And you could see night and day differences, even all the way back to the groups. Like, they were shit on the Ascent maps, and then they were fucking dominant against Vitality on Haven, for example. Like, that happened multiple times. Yeah. Uh, when, I, I, when I spoke to Ye, though, he, he did say that the goal for the tournament was to experiment with a lot of different stuff, as well as getting match experience. You know, they weren't in it to dominate the competition. They were definitely there to work on sure. stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which... That's going to be tell. a different approach heading into Sao Paulo. They're not still going to be running. I presumably they're not just going to be running like comps that they've barely scrimmed on and putting Ye on Yoru and stuff like that. Presumably they're going to have a better game plan when their goal is to win rather than to try out new stuff for presumably the upcoming patch. Yeah, it feels kind of like critique driven so far, but I think that's just because of the expectation for the team is so high. But also, I think they performed adequately. I mean, no, like they, yeah. it was an adequate performance. Like, yeah. if if it were worse than this, then may, I, but it, it wasn't. I mean, at the end of the day, it started. They had the really bad game against Focus to start it off, and then after that, I mean, they yeah. they crushed Vitality, they crushed Crew, um, and then yeah, into the bracket, they yeah, they make it all the way against Hundred Thieves, and against Hundred Thieves, I mean, you could just. There can't the be a match in the tournament that can relatively work. close. Yeah, like yeah, relatively, but it's still you could just so much. It was so evident the the difference in just a team that has been around first team that has it. 
but uh, it was still a, a good performance overall. I mean, and I think beating the teams that they beat on the way there, like they're still clearly in the upper echelon of the franchise teams. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, you know, yeah. and and most of this stuff, watching it, I I feel super willing to chalk it up to it is the first tournament, and they're yeah. just working shit out. I mean, yeah. and then, uh, like you said, Josh, we'd be baffled if a lot of that's if, if the stuff continues yeah i would surprised. be really surprised yeah. oh one of the other things one of the knock-on effects of everyone believing that uh, yay was igling was that people were like oh vanity's numbers didn't improve at all he's just he's just shit so i wanted to shoot vanity some bail actually because you know the guy's out here yeah. igling sure. and despite the fact that he had zero percent headshot throughout uh, this game <laughs> That, that doesn't matter. He IGL'd his team to a 13-3 mm -hmm. win. That's fine. And it doesn't matter that he has the lowest headshot percentage out of everybody in the tournament. Headshot percentage is the biggest red herring stat in Valorant. <laughs> oh, yeah, Don't even fucking why, get me started on this know, shit. Why is Josh, People no, obsessed Josh, with headshot percentage all the time. Did you know this was going to set me off? Josh, you're better than this. Did you know this was going to set me off? <laughs> I fucking hate it. There's no, there's no better way to tell that somebody doesn't know what they're talking about when they talk about headshot percentage. On, on a, I, I fucking hate it. Hate it so much, man. Did you know this was going to set me off? <laughs> of course, of course. I know, Josh is uh, just it's, a little it's troll. My, it's my biggest pet peeve in Valorant is when is when I'm like listening to a broadcast or something and somebody starts talking about headshot percentage. I'm like, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. But I mean, Kurt, bring up the, could you bring up the stats and rank it by headshot percentage? Because it, it is actually interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at it. Cloud9 uh, aren't shooting the heads. Oh, that's, fuck me. That's the big Get problem. me out. <laughs> Get me yeah. out of here. That's a good point, though. I mean, look, at they're not going to win they're if they just keep heads. hitting body shots. <laughs> Who's the top? I mean, I'm assuming it's 100 Thieves at the top of headshot percentage. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it yeah. must be. Look, See, why do people uh, obsess with a headshot percentage so much, man? Bang and why do they do 10? it? Yeah, bang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Notice I mean, focus beat Cloud9, exactly. and they're at the top. I mean, curious. that's one of the big reasons that they won. <laughs> I, I watched the game, they hit more heads. It's like it's like the Valorant community are moths, and headshot percentage is the flame. And it's the flame that attracts all of them, and they're just like... <laughs> Let me fly towards the headshot percentage, and, and, and um, look at it. People get blinded by this fucking stat as like this this, this B-end end all of, of like, who's... Uh, all right. I, I want to talk about the, the rest of home ground, but now that you've now that you've gone on your little rant, I actually do want to go on a tangent here a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, VLR haven't had enough of those on this episode. <laughs> really... VLR released a new rating Let's go system off the rails again. that doesn't it doesn't include headshot percentage, Brent. Oh, it doesn't include headshot percentage. Now, I saw this and I was like, oh yeah, I mean I've seen these before. They yeah. they never really work that well. But I do want to give a shout out to the guy that made this rating system for VLR because it incorporates a bunch of different stuff in there for example it weighs the kills less if you're on an anti-eco round oh, and you're like mowing down people that only have classics and it weighs the kills less if you're in like a 5v1 it weighs the kills more if you're in even situations where it uh, has more impact, has impact yeah. so it's not a machine learning system like some people have tried to implement where it tries to calculate the the actual impact but it has a lot of weightings that are more interesting than um, than other rating systems and it doesn't really map onto uh just kpr or adr or anything like that so mm -hmm. if you are a fucking nerd uh go and read that article and have a look at it but it looks like this is actually a pretty interesting rating system mm. um 
So shout out to Farago the Great, I believe, was the guy that uh, made this. Yep, there you go. Yep. Farago the Great. Props to you. I'll, I'm going to be taking a look at it. Uh, who was the top rated player by uh, just out of interest from the tournament? Did it, did it correlate know. to headshot percentage? Oh, my God. It might have done. It was Cryo Cells. I mean, that makes Cryo. sense. How does this affect Ye's legacy? <laughs> uh, let's move on. We'll talk about the European teams um, at this point. EMEA got shafted a little bit because Liquid weren't able to send Nats and Redgar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, um, they didn't send their best. What was your... I mean, literally, the answer to the topic is... No. <laughs> yeah. But in, a, but in a wider sense... Yeah, yeah. In a wider sense, yeah, yeah. do you feel like the Americas region um, has showcased it has stronger teams, or is there just a lot of depth that we didn't get to see in I Red Bull Homeground? A lot of depth. Also, you need to add a grain of salt just when you're looking at the tournament in general, because I think 100 Thieves came into this with with a very serious outlook to, to win it and get that experience again. And EMEA, Whereas just EMEA whimsy. Well, not whimsy, but like they were clearly they going into try. the same mentality as Cloud9 where they're testing a lot of stuff. And also, even the EMEA teams were playing with subs. I think Focus had one sub, right? Um, that they were playing with. Yeah, that made sub, yeah. all the difference well, for Focus. No, but, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, I think it's... It, it's were footballers big... playing with subs? I don't know. I don't know. No. Yeah. Footballers <laughs> had all their teams. Oh, right. They're keeping this team. Yeah. But we, oh, yeah. okay. We didn't okay. have. What, what were your expectations for footballist? Uh, Do you have high expectations? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> then, then Fuck, we'll leave it. Then we'll leave it. Yeah. But I, one team that I do have. Like, I remember I was molding during our power rankings episode, and I know Barlow as well, you'd be fucking punching for Vitality, because this team actually does have a lot of promise as well, and I think they were, it, it was clear, you know, learning from them where the, the, you look at the compositions and they are just still probably testing stuff and, and getting used to it, but I think them finishing top of the pack of the EMEA teams that ended up, uh, ended up going to it, they, which they did, right? They ended up, yeah, they they ended up above all the other, all the other ones. Teams. I think it bodes well for them because I do. I think that team is sneaky good. Listen, don't be blindsided by the cloud performance index that Mimi cooked up. That team, I'm telling you, that they, they can do some damage. And I think, I think it does, it does look look pretty good for them in the near future, at least off the back of this. No, it's, they're 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 a good team. They're a skilled team. They're an honest team. <laughs> honest, and they're going to be. And I think they're destined to be like the certified gatekeeper team. I think they're going to be rock solid at like 10th. And they're just going to be the gatekeeper. Do you mean 10th out of 30? Out of 30. Tenth right, yeah. Whoa, yes, 10th yeah. in global. <laughs> they're going to be... They are going <laughs> the to be keeping the tier 2 team. No, they're, go <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be the gatekeeper of like the top 10 global. Yeah. They have a good roster with good players across the board. Twiston is super. Twiston yeah. is an Twiston excellent offer. Fantastic. The rifling on the team is great across the board. They're a, They're just in all the fundamental aspects of the game. They are just solid, but they are not remarkable enough, I think, to push super high in the global top thirty. But they can be. I think they will just end up being a solid gatekeeper team of the super top tier because they are fundamentally sound enough and individually competent enough to beat all of the all of the teams that are kind of like fluky or hot and cold or relying too much on individual play like fucking heretics yeah like they will i think they can smite all of those teams twiston will simply hold the angle 
and click mouse one. He is <laughs> Twiston has excellent crosshair placement. He's so good at getting the uh, the expected like kill. yeah, like the expected average difficulty shot kill. Mm -hmm. He is good for every time. He's like yeah, he's he's not like a demon, but he's just like. God, he's like Zeus, just he's smiting not a demon, at his will. He's a god. <laughs> just what, smiting the, at his will. He's how does the Wyatt universe that? mythology work <laughs> if the gods are below the demons? Well, when, just ruled by hell. Well, demons. Well, I don't know. When people say demon, that makes me think of like Asuna getting a 4K, going yeah. fucking nuts with his mouse everywhere. This guy's like he's tapping just, into unholy magic to do what he's, he's just, doing. You know, Twiston is just effortlessly. Crosshair in the perfect he's, spot. He's like a paladin he's then, he's not honest. a god. Yeah. He, you know, he's just just a lawful good. I will take my kill. Thank you very much. Like, so, sort of, but he but he has. He's just, not fucking he Zeus. A, he's he's, a, he's a, not turning into a swarm and a, fucking people. I mean, Zeus is chaotic. He's he a powerful aura. That's what I'm getting at. He is a powerful, unmovable rock in the right. server. Is what I'm getting at. Okay, he's but a Titan. That being said, they're going to be in like. Tenth and the gatekeeper thing because I don't think I don't think <laughs> they have they have <laughs> the, God, the king of gods <laughs> on top of Mount Olympus. Uh, they're tenth. <laughs> My, but you understand what you understand again. That yeah, I I can feel you. I feel you on it. I, I still think this this team has like that that upward potential. Yeah, because yeah, you yeah. wouldn't have said the same thing about teams like. Um, Do they? The yeah, you wouldn't have said the same thing about teams like FPX they're, they're when they really went on their good, run at, at, at Copenhagen. You wouldn't have said the same. What the fuck are you talking about? You wouldn't have said the same. Oh, sorry. What, not, what do you mean? Not not before, FBX not when they went on their run, but like ahead of time, you're looking at like the sum of all their parts. You know, you wouldn't individually. These you're looking guys at the players. Really FBX were all cracked at various times for, for, for this year. Yeah, no. Before in stage the past, one, we were not were rating FPX. Well, before stage one, we were, we were making jokes about FPX. Yes, because they were trolling for so long. Right, but what but I'm saying is- quality they, was better than Vitality on a paper basis. Yeah, Vitality's player quality is like, across the board, you got like sevens and eights out of ten. Like, they are all good. Yeah, But yeah. they don't- But with like Twiston probably being the best among them, but- <laughs> there's no. But there's He's holding no, up on the mic, just Kurt saying among them. In the but, like, but they think he's just. the quality doesn't push to like the Navi quality level or the Hundred Thieves quality level or the loud like those like the, they are really good across mm, the board. Yeah. But no, I think your your take of them not, being the potential yeah. gatekeepers is is correct. It's the most likely. But I, I also, if there's a world where they end up just punching above that and it all just starts clicking for them in a, in, in a tournament, then I'd be like, yeah, good for you guys. You know, I'm like, I, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> round of applause, huh? round of applause for Vitality. You've got them as the dark horse, I, whereas yes, Wyatt's got them yes. as the gape I think, keeper, right? And I think people, again, it's like the, the cloud keep, performance keep, index blinds The gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to say that, but <laughs> much better, actually. Ew. Much better name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, mo moving on from Vitality, though. Let let's um. leave Vitality behind here and talk... Um, I feel like there's not much to discuss about Liquid, really. We, we just got no, robbed just of an opportunity to see care. one of the most interesting teams yeah, of the whole tournament. The teams I was looking forward to seeing most were Dude, C9 and Liquid. Look at Paula. He's gonna find something to say about Liquid, gone. even with his <laughs> even when that's in Redgar gone. Wait, what do you what? 
Oh, you you think, oh, and that's Redgar gone. Dude, Tim, like, what is trolling? What the fuck are they running? I don't get what they're doing at all. Dude, Safe is running Phoenix, Yep, he's running Jet every single game. Both, like, all maps. I don't know what they're doing. It makes no sense. And I'm what, really concerned that this is, the rod is still there. I'm really concerned. It's scaring the crap out of me. <laughs> So look at these comps. For context, Bala's theory was <laughs> that with the exism of uh, Scream and Avera to Carmen Core, that the rot had been cleansed from the body of liquid. <laughs> he, he had this, I don't know whether it was, it was half analytical because you'd heard the streets talking about Carmen Core running yep, some deranged shit, but it was half yep. cope as well. I'll say that. It was half just, I really am just hoping that liquid start playing normal no, shit. I but if they're running subs, Barley, you I'll can't read yeah, into it you got to shoot much. on some bail, man. They might have just been playing this because it was fun for the tournament. They knew they were going to lose. Sure, but they, they genuinely had a chance to fucking make it out, like, to, to do something in this tournament. Yeah. They were doing the same thing against, uh, who was it, Crew in the, the quarterfinals when they got to playoffs. Like, uh, they were running safe Phoenix up. Glass cannon in multiple overtimes, like, and with that said, they still performed actually really good somehow. I don't know how they made these comps work, but I'm scared that that's just the liquid way from now on. I am very scared, and sure, maybe they're just trolling, but, but no, I don't I, think they're I, trolling. I, I think this is genuinely what, I, I think there's specific things about it that they genuinely want to do, like Yampi Jet. I think that's genuinely, they want to do that. Yeah. I saw a big uptick in their performance, though, and the way that they were thinking about their games, that, that, that not, not necessarily the compositions. The compositions have always been wacky with Liquid. But I, I do think you just need to shoot them some bail because you're playing with two subs in a tournament where you're on the old patch anyway, so everything you're practicing is a little bit off. And it's, you know, you're in Manchester, so listen, you've got to make the most of it some, <laughs> somehow. Like, just, they've sent you to Manchester of all the esports destinations to go to <laughs> Manchester so yeah, I don't know I, I would shoot them some bail because I felt like at sure. Champs they were making good strides with the way that they were thinking about the game with um, with what's his name Emil um, coming in as the as the coach right I felt like there was some good I mean they had the right they had one what, they like game plan that they stuck to basically which was we are just going to perma run Yampi on chamber what, that, for champs, yeah, for champs. Well, I think that, that was their if you, like if you compare, defining philosophy. I, I remember looking at their vods like before and after, and it's like so much more before champs, relying on these heroics a lot more. But then after champs, maps typically that Liquid looked atrocious at, like Bind, they actually were coming into it with. It almost like somebody had come out, like an outside consultant had come in and and told them yes. how to play the map properly. Like yeah. the, I saw noticeable improvements in that in that in that direction, and that's why I was like, okay, well, I, it's clear that Emil is actually being very good for this team. But mate, we're talking about such fundamental, basic stuff there. Any team that has Redgar IGLing for it should be going for much more complex stuff than you know one guiding vision, one basic system. Here's an outside consultant teaching you how to play a map. <laughs> I, to me, I just, I'm basically discounting the data for Liquid in this tournament, and it's mm. just waiting to see what happens at Sao Paulo because yeah, I, yeah. they've got to be playing differently with their actual yeah, IGL I th I in the game. I think they will. Yeah, I yeah. think they will. But, but uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pissed off about potentially what, like, what it's hinting at, but at the same time, Safe did play phenomenal. Yampi did play phenomenal, and it was also like a third evolution of his jet play because he he was only inting when he was playing race, and his jet was 
very good this tournament. I mean, he's up at, up there in the top-rated players. He had phenomenal moments over and over and over. And they also almost beat 100 Thieves, like who was the, the, the winners yeah. of the tournament yeah. with two subs. So very impressive overall. Just what are they doing? And how did they do that with yeah. two subs and trash comps? Is Enzo just going to actually fulfill his character arc and become a sixth player on one of these teams? I mean, he's just, he is the rotating sub for everybody. If you could find a better person to be a sixth player on a squad, I don't know who it would be. Yeah. Yeah, but also, I mean, yeah, that's tough, though. He's just good enough to be on a team. I, but I don't know. He's been inconsistent this year, I thought, with 2022, when I'm watching his performance. Because sometimes on online, he looks, like, he looks like a really good player. I thought he was, you know, especially when he was playing for Fnatic um, initially, it looked like he was adding a, a nice secondary voice to Boaster in terms of just their, their calling. But then when the going got rough in the, the actual LAN events, it felt like they just, especially Enzo in particular, had a really poor performance at, at some of these LAN events. Like he, he crumbled. Yeah, I mean, he did it. I mean, he, well, he, at times, he, he, I, maybe I'm just It sticks out in our heads because of the clutches yeah, that he had, right? the big rounds he won. But, but, but overall, his performance yeah, wasn't that also, good. Get, yeah. His I overall mean, performance was poor, but I don't think you can really call it a trend when he was like a sub in oh, Reykjavik, two of the lands, yeah, and then sure. he's only really had one to play at. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, that was supposed to be a Let's throwaway see, comment. It's not really Enzo worth topic? deep diving into Enzo at all. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't want to talk about footballists either. I just want them to change their roster. So <laughs> I, I'm, I think it only bears talking about heretics. heretics. Wait, because wait Josh, on, hold on. Yeah? You need to watch the Bind games. They had a really good comp against Team Liquid. Who, footballists? You know what it was? Yes. Yeah? What were they running? Stone. Viper. Yep. Omen. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, dude, that, I mean, that is just fanatic. Fanatic running four smokes on bind kind of vibes. Yeah, that's a cool comp. I like that. Did they win? Uh, let's they look. did beat <laughs> one team. Nearly. Well, I do want to talk about heretics. heretics though, because heretics are the the another team where I I was blinded for a moment by them doing all right against Paper Rex. And yeah. now I've come back to my original thought process of this team is destined to be so mediocre, I think. And I, it's another team where I just can't get the interest in, in how they're ever going to improve. It just seems like the same tired ideas that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. What's your thought processes on watching this tournament versus... The India tournament. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel the same way with these. I, I was getting, I was somewhat excited after watching the India tournament, but now I'm questioning if that's just because they were playing against some teams, uh, Paper X aside, that were not necessarily as skilled, and their players were found it more easy to go off individually because holy shit, did they just play? Guys, let's walk at them. I mean, just in this sort, like in this game against Vitality. On this map as well, it's just Kellox is playing Rand, he's just walking down C-Long. Zeke is playing Phoenix. Him and one other player, they're just walk pushing down short. Their response to things constantly is to just walk push at them. Like, we throw a piece of utility, they break it. We walk push at them and take the duels and hope we kill them. It's like, it, it's... And then in these games in particular against Vitality, they were getting... Their aggro duelists were getting outgunned so fucking hard. 
Evova, Evova should be on Reyna. <laughs> like, he was getting the most kills playing Astra. He was the one actually fragging, but the duelists were just... They're, they're just playing so aggressive, but they're not winning the duels against Vitality, often because they're just pushing haphazardly, uh, relying a lot on, like, one flash. It's just... Yeah, I mean, I think... They're, they kind of, to me, are like the, they're the exact kind of team that won't be able to get past a team like Vitality, who have good firepower across the board and are super sound. Like, I don't think Heretics can get past teams like this. Like, with this style, they can, they, and with, like, their players are, uh, they have individually good moments, but they're so fucking hot and cold that I think it'll be enough to beat the teams. Like we saw in the India tournament, like the, you know, some of the bottom half teams, but they're going to end up like in the middle of the pack at best. I, I just I, think I, historically this, these players decision-making has never been a strong suit for them. They don't, they're inconsistent because they make poor decisions to set themselves up well for fights with themselves and their teammates and reading the game. And they just, it's, it's, tiring watching them because I don't see an evolution in their game. They're not becoming better players, it looks like. So it's, it's frustrating to me. Um, yep. This looks like a player form team and uh, friendships are continuing to keep people together, which make no sense. Um, I think the only two players right now who have impressed me at this tournament were Boo and Avova. Avova continues to be like a somewhat solid controller who continues to do really cool things and have Decent decisions, especially for his teammates, but uh, and Boo IGL's okay, and he had some really, really good moments. But everybody else on this team, like you're saying, has really poor decisions on so many levels, many times, and it kind of feels similar to um, Team Liquid in in the sense that may maybe they were you know whatever experimenting at this, and this was their entire roster, so they have no reason to like troll, but. It feels like the players in some situations are making comps up based off of like what they want to play, uh, which is bad for a full team like this. They should be coming up with really good cohesive things that have ideas to them rather than like I mean maybe their send comp is uh, I'm speaking harshly about that, but these this one and some of their other ones too just make no sense. And it feels like the players are just doing things that they like and not thinking about it. Is, is, are we being too harsh on them here? Should we shoot them the same bail that we do to you know a team like C9? They are a new roster in some sense. I mean, the players have played together, so they should have some pre-existing bits of synergy at least. But it's not a full team that's you know straight ready to go. Is there bail to shoot? Do you see a ceiling that they can get towards for Sao Paulo, or is this a team to um, sit towards the bottom of the the? the uh expectations i i think they're like a middle of the pack mm. team right. um yeah they're, they're just gonna end up in the middle of the pack i think and and i think part of the, the reason that uh it's also more negative is just because i think they were better at that india tournament like even if it was just down to their players being individually better at that event because they were playing a, a similar way. It was just genuine. I think they were just getting more kills. <laughs> like, Kellogg's is doing the same shit. It's just he's 9-17 and 17 on Reyna against Vitality and against Paper Rex, who's actually getting kills. Um, 
but even still, they were just better at that event. So then seeing this one was just kind of like, yeah, we're back to, I guess, I thought there was something there for a second. Okay, we're kind of just back to what we originally, yeah, what I originally thought. It's kind of underwhelming. All right. It just looked like they're going to be in the middle. Mm. Um, I, I want to move on to talking about crew because that, this was our opportunity to take a look at one of the LATAM teams. We've already seen a couple of the others playing against each other. We've seen like MIBR, Leviathan playing a couple of games. Um, the Krupium levels. Mm -hmm. I want to get a little check-in and assess where we're at. Bala, how high is the tank right now? If Connor was here, would he be losing his mind? <laughs> uh, I think he'd be pretty happy. I think they played very well. I thought they were going to go out in groups, and potentially they might have actually done that, depending on rulings. But I think I think Shandy played better than I would have thought he would have played. And they did have a sub, by the way. So, yeah, I think the tank is half full, especially because Nags even played pretty pretty decent throughout this event. And he's not necessarily full like star player anymore because he's playing a lot of. I think he's going to be full time sentinel for them in the in the future. I, I think especially with the fact that they were uh, experimenting with that stuff, it, it could be pretty good for them. This is this is a big W, not big W, medium-sized W for them to mm. get out of groups and then also win their lower bracket match here against Team Liquid and make it to the semifinals. I didn't expect that from them at all. Yeah, that, that didn't seem really like it was going to be on the cards. But, but then Liquid had subs as well, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not like they were the... I don't know. It's not like it was a full-strength uh, team that they were playing against, but uh, I, yeah, still, I'd like to. I know... suppose credit in outperforming our expectations for them being one of the weakest teams here. But yeah. I think the talent on this roster, though, as well. I mean, it's going to take a bit of time uh, to try and get oh, back up to God. the same level that we saw from Crew oh, last year. <laughs> um, but Shandy, Shandy's skill is Shandy played good, by undisputed. the way. He played good. Yeah, yeah, undisputed. Yeah. But I, I worry a little bit about the. Um, Something that I wonder about the the, the language barrier. Um, I, I don't know what the communication is like between these two teams because they picked up, you know, Shandy and uh, and Xedi. How do you, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but Xedi, I think. Xedi, yeah. The uh, I'm just wondering about what their communication is like in the game as well, and if that's going to impede their progress to try and actually make those strides and get up to the level of of other teams and the level that they okay. used to be at. I'm super ignorant here. I didn't even realize there was a language barrier at play. I'm assuming there is. I don't know for sure. I don't know what languages you know, I mean, Shandy and Xedi speak, but I'm assuming that, you know, there's, it's, you know, Spanish right, and Portuguese. Of course. Right? Of course. I mean, that, that would make sense. But, I mean, ugh, how is my, my brain is not functioning anymore? Has this team been full Spanish-speaking since its inception? Yes. Yeah. They've never yes. played with any Brazilian players on crew, have they? It's always right. been Spanish speaking. Yeah. Always. Okay. So this is this is the, and the Klaus kind of, is IGLing as well. So this is the wrench that's yeah. been thrown into it, where I'm wondering actually how far can crew go? Because this is uh, it's 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 not an impossible obstacle to get over. You know, I've seen teams in the past make it work, but I mean, Loud made it work yep. right as well. I've seen teams in the past make it work, but it it's. It's definitely difficult. And I think when they've changed up so much of their core and so much of crew's strengths came from their core being well-drilled, having cool ideas, that's like a big setback for them. And if they're also dealing with communication issues as well, which again, just to iterate, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, Shandy and Axedi end up speaking good Spanish and then it's not a problem at all. Yeah. But it, it is a concern I, I, for me. I, to me, it wouldn't make sense to pick up a sixth 
uh, Axadi is, is the sixth. Melzer is going to be playing for them normally if they didn't speak Spanish. And also Portuguese, like Brazilian Portuguese and uh, Latin American Spanish in general is like you can uh, you can possibly understand both languages, vice versa. Mm. Not all the time, like when they're speaking very fast and using slang, but it's pretty easy. There's enough for, similarities. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, but also Melzer was getting married, so that's why he wasn't mm. here, and that's why Exeli was playing in the first right. place. Congratulations! I, if yeah, you're watching, well Melzer. Melzer, congratulations. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your take on Crew? They definitely got further in the tournament than we were anticipating. Yeah, uh, I was a bit on the fence with them heading into this. I think despite Liquid not having their full roster and Crew not having their full roster, I think it's still impressive that they were able to beat a Liquid that still seemed, that not even seemed, Liquid were still a formidable opponent um, despite the subs. So I, I was not too thrilled about Crew until this victory but that being said i i don't uh they've kind of landed in a similar heretics zone for me where i feel like they're going to be a middle of the pack team though the liquid victory is gonna be hope that they can kind of be more i guess of like the upper tier of the middle if that makes sense i've, I've come away from this tournament feeling like that's uh likely the placement for them are they going to keep their streak of making every Masters event? They're, they're guaranteed going to Sao Paulo, but I mean, Masters I mean, 1? I don't know how, how many, that works. I mean, no, I, mean, yeah, I, suppose I don't know how it works, so <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. We don't exactly... And, wait, don't we? I thought they said there was like 12 teams or something. Haven't they announced? Well, let's, let's assume it's 12 teams for Masters events again. There's three regions, so four per region. Four per region. So They'd have to region, make top four in the Americas. Top four in NA? No, no fucking America's, way, is there? No, probably I not. So. I, I, that's just... It, I would imagine going to be too tough. Um, but, yeah, again, middle of the pack team. Yeah, okay. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about some Tier 2 stuff. We'll abandon the Tier 1 teams <laughs> and talk about Dapper's Revenge arc. <laughs> and wow. generally, G2 being fucking silly on the timeline. Just being, just doing some daft cringe shit. (laughs) 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 Talking about the truck. I'm talking about the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Should we start with the truck? The truck. Let's start with the truck. Fucking dumbass truck. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so G2, G2 have uh, decided to do this. I guess maybe most of the ideas were coming from Carlos, and they're still trying to keep their edge. Even with yeah. him not involved with the company, this is like Good kind one, of guys. <laughs> kind of edgy or supposed to be. But well, for any audio listeners, it's a truck that on the side of it has different messages. And this one says, "You didn't get the memo. We never left." And they parked it outside the Riot Games studio. <laughs> um, but you can't even really tell that it's from G two. Yeah, there's no. It doesn't look like there's any G two branding. Might be it. a delivery company. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had a moving truck that looked a bit like that this morning, and I, I hope that wasn't G two that I've just given my armchair to. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's a little uh, bit silly, shit. and then they just go around to different um, areas, I guess. Yeah, have a shot of the the and new they roster. They got like the truck with the roster on the side thieves. of the truck. Yeah, yeah. they went to hundred. Oh, they went to um, Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine's thing. Thanks uh, for keeping our spot warm. See that boy, one. These... Uh, that one at least there is some like 
like trying to build a rivalry. At least the message makes some level of sense. I mean, but these really didn't hit, huh? That is 240 likes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I don't yeah. know if, how much was it to rent this truck, <laughs> drive it all around Los Angeles. They're actually getting more. Of of this, they're getting more impressions from us talking about it than from yeah. the tweet. Oh yeah, yeah, there they are at Hundred Thieves. What do Who's they say Kenny? about that? That's a Call of Duty player. They just oh, it's Hundred Thieves. Oh, G2 yeah, Valorant. They, they parked it at. They just parked Thieves. there. At least they've got the logo. It on really this one. doesn't hit as hard when they kicked you out can't of play the franchising league. <laughs> Yeah. They can't play these teams. Like, yeah, they're building yeah, they can't play them yeah. until the end of the year, but it theoretically. Doesn't, yeah, it's they're building rivalries for 2024 if they win Ascension. Yeah, they can't. They couldn't find the Brimstone Gaming Compound. Otherwise, they would have parked out there, I guess. Well, <laughs> the teams are I mean, play, the, I guess. the Cloud9 one is, is, is funny because the rumor is that Cloud9 was the team that got into partnerships because of Carlos... Yeah, them, uh, but even then, out. there's funnier ways to do that. You're like, you know, well, you they bought make... a truck, but Josh, well, I don't know what you want from me. But <laughs> even on a truck, even on a truck, you could make a joke about like, about you know, Cloud Nine paying G two for the spot or something or whatever. Like those ways of like, we deliberately did this, you know, and that's where the comedy comes from. But this isn't even we deliberately did it. It's just. We're going to get back there eventually. Like, who's that's that, the message here, right? Is that, that we're going truck? to win Ascension and we're going to be with you in a sec. Yeah. yeah. You, but that's not in, Enhance the driver. <laughs> who's in that truck? <laughs> Who is that? It's the Vic. <laughs> who's driving that truck? Ah, mm. uh, <laughs> This is actually a man. man searching for the 100 Thieves compound on GPS, looking for his next destination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me. So did did, did that, that hit? Funny? No. Is that a banger from G two? Well, where would you rank that on "fuck Sentinels" written in the sky and the truck? I mean, Dapper got uh, like a thousand x of their impressions just tweeting a thing they already did, like a, a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. So I mean. Crazy. Yeah, they probably didn't need to rent the truck, but you know, <laughs> hey, listen, so, social listen, media management is take. difficult. It's a hard. No, job. I listen. I, I, do I respect the idea and what they were it. going for. I'm simply reporting on the truck. Yeah, and the impressions yeah. it got. Yeah, and, right. So what you're saying what, is there's no opinion. You're not attaching any opinion. <laughs> you're giving an objective. This occurred, and this is how many impressions. No opinion about whether or not it was a good idea. Because I swear, what you've been giving me for the last 10 minutes is just opinion I'm, that it was a no, shit no, I'm, idea. I'm an, un, I'm, an, I'm an unbiased journalist simply <laughs> reporting on the news. <laughs> That's all. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, so they, they have a new Twitter account why as well. Why were they dead? I don't get why they were dead in this video. Why they what, sorry? Why they're dead? Why are, why are they dead? Why Their old Twitter account is dead or something? Well, I think they died because... Uh, they got to partnership? kicked out of franchising at the last second. Yeah. I so would be the reason. That is a very good, good question, that. Bala. Why are they dead? This is like loading every but then meme uh, about people dying into one video. But then they rise. They, and then they're, they're not dead. Again. Not the and point. then who no. is this? Holy shit. It's Shaz. Whoa. It's Tapa. Whoa. <laughs> See, I think this is a very well... It's like clearly... It's, 
<laughs> it's well produced, you know? Like, it's, it's a good video, but... Wait, so... I'm, I'm lost with the narrative here. What do you What's mean? What's the narrative? The, the, but they buried someone, and then they're also taking the coffin in. Oh, just Who wait, just wait. Here, it, explains it. it explains it. Don't worry about it. Right? Yeah, just... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Josh, I think you're... Keep, keep the video up. There you go. No, that's the Perfectly woman that gets carried out because she fainted, uh, isn't it? Oh, I thought that's who I thought that's who they killed in the coffin. No, wind it back to the beginning, Kirk. Give me give me this again. <laughs> what I'm asking is who the fuck is well, in G this it's grave? Just G2. But the, but the, that was well, the body that they're bringing into the funeral. Maybe it's Carlos. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe it's Carlos. I don't know. <laughs> Do we ever find out what happened to him? Because look, look, here's the coffin. The coffin is supposed to go in the ground and they've already fucking, they've already piled the, so the soil on top. Can you... It's not an empty hole. They'd already piled Josh, the sand on. here's what really is the case, okay? You're deep diving them wanting to include the guy next to the grave meme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They so make just it an empty put... grave. Well, well, how because do you the rent box an empty still grave? needs to go in can there. You rent an empty grave? Rent it. Rent an empty grave. <laughs> can, you, can you? Can you? I don't know. Can you? But like, they, do you think? Do you think they rent like gravestones that you can? It's a hole you? in the ground. <laughs> you you got to dig that. I was like, then you're digging a hole for no reason, man. You know. Also, that's just. A, they rented a fucking what a, church. What a mad fucking business. You can rent a grave <laughs> for what? When you fucking come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but like, sorry, who's sir? renting a grave? Sir, how long do you need this grave for? It's a video. It's like, but like, how the fuck do you even oh do that with God. a video? Like, where would you go about doing that? I might go find a patch in the floor. <laughs> Motherfucker, get a field. <laughs> you get a field? But like, they're in front of the church, and they're oh, in the video. Oh, dude, you, you, dude, we have a garden at the Platchat compound. Should we start like, a grave rental they, service? Who, how do they get this gravestone? Where do they get it from? <laughs> okay. That's what I'm wondering. Like, can you can you just rent a grave? Like, clearly they like. I don't think that's in front of the church, man. I don't think that's a real gravestone. I think that that has been. Well, they just I, got some topsoil. I put think it down. Th that is plastic. I don't even know whether that's plastic. That that's looks plastic. like it's fucking CGI'd. No. What? The thing in the middle. They didn't. They put a piece of paper layer. over it. They just put yeah. a piece of paper over it. Oh, that's it. why it looks weird. Yeah, it's just like, a piece of paper. That's why I'm saying that they rent this The whole video? The whole video is CGI. My God. Better effects than fucking Avatar. Do you think Yinsu was actually there? No, they've just taken her face from a broadcast and deep faked it on a random person. What? What? That's not Yinsu. What? <laughs> what? Oh what? But is the gravestone? Did, is it like in front of the church? Is someone dead there? How do you think people buy gravestones? They, I don't know. They just buy them now, right? Off the yeah, like Amazon or off the company, off the gravestone yeah. company. Yes, but that is a physical object that you can just put anywhere. That you don't uh, have to dig a hole to put the gravestone. So you think in. they bought a gravestone? Isn't that quite expensive? It's a piece oh, of stone. Yeah, that's pricey, no. People sell it. That's like, I don't know. I've never died. So I don't know the price. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> 
don't know. It, it, it seems to me like it would be quite expensive. You know, there's some like some. I mean, some, you won't have to worry about that. When it's, you're, it's, I mean, but it's like a, it's like a bespoke, it's a bespoke, it's a bespoke stone. I don't know. Like who they've carved that shit. Who learns about gravestones I mean, if the only people to learn about <laughs> them are dead? Oh fucking There's know. just never Jesus any Lord. knowledge among living humans. About we talk about so did you guys like the announcement video or no? I loved it. I that was the first time I watched it. Good it. video. I thought it was. 200 on Amazon, Brent, just so you know. 200 on Amazon for the, in the market. They yeah, clearly spent Guys, way more F on don't renting give, the don't church. Don't give me an Amazon grave. Don't go <laughs> buy an Amazon <laughs> gravestone for my doom. Oh, Jesus. Ah. There's one for 1K, White. I could get you this one. This one's kind of nice. Bahama Blue. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, we could do. Uh, well, I give the video a nine out of ten. What a you nine guess? out of ten. I, that was my first time watching it. I think I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was just overloaded with a bit of the the meme source from What's like two thousand and one. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it was it was a really well done video. Yeah. What's your favorite meme of the current year, Josh? Uh, my favorite meme of twenty twenty two is some old. Um, <laughs> yeah. Na yeah. Actually, do me one better. Name a meme that came out this year. That happened That's this literally year. what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to name any <laughs> meme from surely, this year. Surely. Um, think of anything. Like, wow, that's difficult. I actually can't think of one. Think I can of think of any of meme from this year. Well, yeah, literally, because any meme. Because you're you. Okay, what about and guys? You know the you you are I'm, you use your phone. You're not allowed to use this one, Josh. But what about the classic? Walter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that was this year. But oh, yeah. Go away, Wait, we are still. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's still, still 2022. 2022. Yeah. Walter. Breaking bad memes are just. Dick away, Walter. Yeah, breaking bad memes are just 2022. Breaking bad memes are 2022. But you're not allowed really to use breaking bad memes. There's oh. All, oh, wait. Oh, wait. There's, a, there's also a lot of memes from the. Amazon television series The Boys. Mm -hmm. Like with yep. that blonde dude. Homelander. Yeah, the Homelander memes. That's yeah, a 2022 where he's like thing. crying, but he's like happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, minions. <laughs> <laughs> minions. No, minions. Minions. Minions have been around for quite. Minions, minions have been around for quite a while. Uh, are you? Where are you getting your material from? Facebook. <laughs> They've been around for quite a what while. Josh, well. um, uh, I got a good one for you. Yeah. yeah. You want a hint? You want yeah. a hint? Uh, it involves a board and pieces. A board and pieces. Uh-huh. Chess. Massive scan. Yes. Uh, a, a, a vibrating cheating butt plug. Is that yeah. really a meme, though? That was it's just, definitely a meme. That was just an event. It's definitely a meme. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'll tell you who's taken, like... Everyone went to the chess tournament. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice event. You yeah. know what's taken, taken the world by storm at the moment, though? I'll keep you up to date. It's the Zoolander memes. Zoolander from the first movie. Okay. We're making a big resurgence recently. You want to invest okay. in that? I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> making a big resurgence. It's good to know. Uh, 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 so out of touch. This G this G two roster has just been officially announced, but we've known that it was happening for a while. Yeah. I want to compare it to the roster that we talked about last week, but we didn't know the name of. We thought it would be the Bomb Squad. You were oh. convinced, Wyatt, that they were actually oh, going to call it. Wait, are we already moving the on? The Bomb Squad. Yeah, I'm already moving on. You don't want to talk about G2? No, we're going to keep talking about G2 oh. in comparison to the ex-Ghost players and stuff okay. like that. I should have let you cook. These yeah. are, yeah, these are two teams that are going to be competing for that Ascension spot, yeah. right? Like, these are actually two teams and two yep. orgs 
who have clearly put out, we want to win Ascension in North America. Yeah. Um, or in Americas, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so, ha- first of all, name rating. I gotta if say- we did a video rating, name rating, M80. I'm fucking with the name. I like it a lot. Yeah? Yep. Better it's than Bomb Squad. Better than sweet. Mr. Beast's it Bomb Squad. It sounds nice. Better than Mr. Beast's Bomb mean? Squad. It's what does it grenade. mean? M80. Like it's, just, a, it's like a grenade. Grenade, yeah. There's what a grenade called an M80? I yes. think. Yeah, right? I don't know. I mean, oh, no. oh. explosive. Yeah. Are we going to okay. get demonetized for this? <laughs> 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 they did a little video at Nismo's restaurant. Pretty cool. But This is cool. I mean, that is, that is fantastic to do a video yeah. at his restaurant as well. That pretty, is a great idea. Pretty cool. I, I, I really like the name, though. Bomb nice. some, never mind. That was bad. What? What? They should In have the bombed truck, his restaurant. Been a bomb. What? You deranged. You're a sick man. It's the bomb squad. If we're leaving trucks everywhere, like. <laughs> no. Ooh. Damn. What? I didn't Dapped know they were chill up. like yeah, that. I didn't know they were chill like that. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, there's another meme. Hold up. He's let him cook. There's another meme oh, from this year. <laughs> that is another meme from this year. Good job, Josh. Well done. Well done. Barlow. Uh-huh. Barlow, what do you think about the name? M80? Why are we still talking about I, the name? It sounds, like, it sounds like a BMW or something. I don't know. I'm not a fan. M80. Dude, Steam I think it M80. sounds super nice. Short, sweet, yeah. rolls off the M80. tongue. M80. Doesn't mean it doesn't have to mean anything, and that's fine. It just sounds I, good. I don't think I'm gonna call them M80. I think I'm gonna call them gonna Matey. Call <laughs> <laughs> just Matey. Like, like, like it's a sailor. You really are on Facebook, aren't you? <laughs> you really are. Yeah. I actually yeah, I've been using Facebook recently. Haven't used it since, I yeah. don't know, 2016 or something, maybe even earlier. <laughs> but uh, Facebook Marketplace, surprisingly ah, useful. Yeah. Yeah. That is one um, of the prerequisites. That, that is one of the prerequisites for the metamorphosis. Yep. So I'm just warning you now. <laughs> like, you've che- you're, you're filled that checkbox. Yep. If you're going on Facebook Marketplace all the time, you're, no, you're, you're rapidly approaching balding, and the, you just need the gut and the sunburn. It's oh, been growing back I was nicely. Like, what are you talking about, oh Brenda? God. Metamorphosis? Like, are you talking about Albert Camus? Like, what are you talking the meta, about? The metamorphosis <laughs> into okay. every okay. British man. <laughs> Whatever, I don't, know. I don't know. Every British man metamorphosizes. Oh, I've, I've been over this. I talked about it earlier. Yeah. So, uh, which team do you think is going to be better? At the moment... M80. Okay. M80. Yeah, M80, I think. But but this is purely... Mm. I, I, have, I have... I think that they showed... These players showed good peaks in 2022 and with g2 being put together in the way that they are okay i got no qualms actually with a lot of these players on g2 i think dapper shows still showed that that fire that passion to compete even last year um but i mean while we've got uh, m80 up as well i just think that they've got quality on this roster especially with nismo as well that's going to be going to be how them out i think that this roster should should do quite well in ascension do you disagree i I do, but I don't know why. You think G2 are? I mean, looking better off the rip? Because, I mean, if you look at. There's something in my soul telling me to go with G2. Okay. Even though. I think the players are good. The M80 roster is super stacked. The players are good, but the biggest question. You know, I'm the fucking number one Nismo fan. Yeah. But. Yeah, that roster is so stacked, but. Yet, I don't know why I feel okay, like my, G2 are going to be better. I my don't big, know why. My big issue with G2 is 
uh, Shaz, because Any. he's been towing the line of content creator and pro player for the longest time. <laughs> he, the, he clearly wanted to win a lot um, last year, but he's been under just unrelenting criticism because he's a top content creator in Valorant. He, he turns on his stream and he gets fucking 5,000 children just critiquing him at every every period of time. And it, and it takes a bit of a toll on you as well as a competitor. So I think this roster, it's it, coming into it, this is like, I'm not going to say the last hurrah for Shaz, but he didn't have a good year last year as a player individually, especially when you compare it to his previous performances and the peaks that he achieved in NA. So I think this is going to be, he's, he's like the, the final piece of the puzzle for me, where if we get, you know, a resurgence of Shaz where it feels like, you know, the ideas are good. The, t the team is cooking next year when it comes to yeah. just yeah, the development. Because I mean, last year, felt a bit, or this year, I should say, when they were playing, felt a bit like, you know, at sometimes coasting, sometimes not. Maybe towards the tail end, they were showing some signs of life when they were swapping around the pieces. But he is the he's that last piece that needs to, to slot in in terms of uh, I would the argue team. the last piece really is the fact that they're working with a, a much more proven coach than they've ever had before. They have Imi on the team who's done great work yeah. with version one yeah. um, and has worked with, I mean, multiple IGLs, right? Because he's worked <coughs> with at least Effie's and Xander from what I can remember, maybe some other people as well that were IGLing too. Um, but he, yeah, he's had, he's had systems and created systems before that functioned and he knows how to build a team that's, that's got a goal in mind. Yeah. You know, the the version one teams had very clear styles. You could tell what they were going for. They had yeah. everyone was on the same page, and they were executing a game plan. Yeah. That's never been the case for Sentinels. For I mean, <laughs> fucking ever. Even when they were right at the beginning, I guess when they won the tournament, that was about the only time. And the game plan was let tens yeah. cook. So this, this is this hold is up, this. hold up, hold up, right? See, let me cook. Okay, go. <laughs> no, I uh, I'm gonna say the point. <laughs> I was gonna say the. Um, but this this could be a very good thing for a player like Shaz as well, because like you said, the teams previously, like Sentinels, have just been player focused, player ran almost, where their ideas, like there wasn't, it felt like there wasn't really much, you know, of a, like a, a cohesive team environment. At times, it felt like some players on the roster didn't even want to be there or compete, just from it, it just felt that way, you know, and, and their general attitudes. So I think this has been a good thing. Like this is the best thing for Shaz. It's like a new team environment, a fresh start. You have structure now as well with with Imi coming in, and you're also I think the, the caliber of the players on the on the roster as well look look pretty good. I've always thought that Dapper as well as the individual he he, he looked like he still wanted to be. He looked like he still wanted to be fighting for that top spot. Whippy's but, pretty sick. As but well, the environment that he was playing yeah. in last year or this year wasn't wasn't. No, it wasn't there to to you know supplement that attitude. What was Penny's form looking like at the end of the year? I can't remember it being great i know at some point in the year he was super nice yeah he was farming at one point but i think that was yeah, like tough just for one that, yeah. stage and then he looked kind of but meh, we didn't, but i might we, be misremembering you, you barely got to watch version one because they didn't call it exactly they didn't make so it right. like pass around the 32 right i don't i don't remember i don't remember specifically whether it was penny like not popping off i don't even remember if i watched a version one game because they lost like that early back in the open class yeah, yeah. fellas all right now i'm ready to cook okay <laughs> cool. okay, okay. This is what I was going to, this is what, this is, I, I've, I've come to the conclusion as to why I'm torn. Okay. Okay. The reason is, I think both teams have cores of teams that looked super hot, made it to playoffs, and couldn't live up to the expectation. Both version one and ghost kind of did the same thing, where they were crazy in the group stage of VCT, made it to the playoffs, and 
whether it be because they didn't have enough experience in the case more so of Ghost than version one, I suppose. Maybe that was the reason. And if they get to that point again with the experience, they'll be able to have a better performance in the playoffs. But with that core on that team and with Xander, who was IGLing for version one, who kind of did the same thing in stage one last year, that's given me some it's given me some bad vibes from the team. The vibes are a little bit off, even though it's okay. stacked to the fucking brim with talent. <clears throat> It's given me some bad vibes. But then also on G2, you have part of that version one core that looked really good and then didn't succeed in the playoffs and we didn't see much of them. And Penny and Whippy both were great. And then, so you have that, but then combined with Dapper was a beast all this last year. Jazz was, you know, I, I don't know what was going on in regard to how much was on his plate, how much he was trying to do. It's just not being a successful year. The people around him, I don't know what was going on. There's just so much wrong with the team. It's impossible yeah. to, it was just a, a tangled web of chaos. But I'm, I'm just not, the, 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 they're just not, I don't, I feel like neither of them are fully, they're, neither are fully passing the vibe check for me. Does the vibe, but the oh, reason I, I think I, my, I was somewhat leaning towards G2 is because if they are doing well, if things are clicking, and if like the in the coach difference is real, they have players who aren't going to choke under the spotlight. That's kind of my okay. my working theory. Okay. But also that could just be irrelevant because maybe Ghost got the experience and now they're fine yeah. with those yeah. core three, you know? Does the um, vibe improve I'm, at yeah, all so for M A T with the addition potentially of happy as the coach does the vibe improve does the vibe i mean it's a very vibes based analysis Honestly, that, that we're going for no, it's got a lot of thought process and it ends uh, in a vibe that so. doesn't help the vibes either it's <laughs> no. so weird that is weird yeah i mean it's a like weird vibe cool i guess i mean he remember when he was on inferno and he used the desert eagle to get a bunch <laughs> of kills through the that. smoke yeah Classic. he's a happy but i mean <laughs> Very experienced player at a high level, understands, has been in function, like very highly functioning, very highly yeah. successful teams before. Oh, and it is. in there some it is. didn't work. Here it is. Oh, Give us oh, another oh. one. Give us another one. Oh my the God, happy. And then he, well, I mean, boy, this is a long ace. <laughs> I forgot that it took, that it took that Ooh. long. Nice. Classic. You had to be there. Yeah. yeah I mean, had I was to be there. there. Also, the difference in casting, if it had been Bren, he would have been shouting, give me another one. Was <laughs> <laughs> it similar was casting this? Yeah, it was yeah, similar, yeah. Legendary moment. Um, yeah, so, what, I mean, Bala, give me your take on the happy coach if it happens. Does that shift the needle at all for you? Nope. <laughs> happy Sweet. was like, what, what, wasn't he going like BDS or something? Like some low... I yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Too, he like, played with them. For he a played while. in Valorant a little bit, which changes. You know, I wasn't. I was thinking, oh, it's like JDM coming, but no, he actually did play Valorant for like two years and just didn't really find too much success. I mean, he he uh, actually like, was some a kind of sick player at some point. Like he had some nasty good moments, but there was never yeah. a a good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They, he never it, made it to the tier one level with any of those teams. It feel yeah that that information feels like before my time. So what I have to go on is CS:GO and what I know about him, like super super 
impressive lurker in a lot of instances, but I never really remembered his teams being super like crazy tactically, like the old Envy or anything like that. He was IGLing for them before. Kind of felt like they came up with a couple of cool strats and that was like named after them, but only on like specific maps. And the rest of it, I remember not really doing much against some of the old fanatic cores and whatnot. But that was a long ass time ago. So I really have no frame of reference to how he'd be as a coach or or anything really. Um, yeah. I think he's a legendary player, but it's completely unproven. So I'd imagine Gunter, who came from Ghost with the M80 guys, is going to be a little bit more impactful at the beginning, at least. Yeah. Um, interesting, at least, to have such a, a big name that's revived mm. from the very earliest point of Valorant and back into the scene. Uh, potentially, I mean, potentially on a team that can... I mean, th this team could win Ascension. Yeah, they could do uh, Both of the teams we're talking about have the potential to get to that tier as well. Uh, TSM are also building a roster that I feel like nobody's really talking about in the same way. I don't know why they used to be clouted out the wazoo. It's just not but there now, anymore. The yeah. clout, the intrigue, it's drying up. fizzled away. It I really think. has. But also, they I don't have. I wonder where it went. What? Sorry. I said, I wonder where it went. Like, yeah, yeah, it dissipated with their crypto investments. <laughs> 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 I was thinking their investments into two key players, but okay. Uh, yeah, so the, their roster, when I look at it, doesn't look as sexy to me as the G2 one or the M81 as well, but it does have some names that people will recognize yeah. and players that have been good before in that like tier 1.5 area in America. Do you think this team is going to be on the same level? Are you excited about this team? Do they need to be talked about more? What, what's, what's the vibe check, Wyatt, on TSM? The vibe is low-key banger. <laughs> low-key banger. Yeah. Okay. I think this is, well, maybe, I mean, yeah, I'll, okay, I'll stick with it. <laughs> I'm not going to double back. Uh, yeah, I think this team can be low-key good. I think they can definitely exceed the, uh, I suppose, the, the expectation and the minimal attention that they're getting. I think Hayes has been consistently good for a long time. Yeah. They still have GMD, who is a fucking beast at the end of this year. He was putting up some insane games that just flew completely under the radar. Um, I think there's still some, some potential to be tapped into with Seven. I think there's still some potential to be tapped into with Corey. I don't really know how nature is going to fit into the team, but yeah. I, feel I feel like, like I've watched nature since like he yeah, was on I, Immortals, I and I watched yeah, a few games because he was on Gen G, and they were just not doing anything. For oh, the, was it Gen G? Because he was on that weird. He was on the. Well, he was on Immortals, but Mortals. then he was on that weird Gen G roster with right. Rhyme and everyone right. like those oh, guys. Yeah, and they just never really made it past early stages of tournaments, so we just never saw them. Who's so I who's the coach of this team of TSM? Of TSM. Good question. It's it's There's different coaches, spring, right? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. Who was coaching prior and left? Um, now you're the transactions. I don't can we look? Juvenile. Oh yeah, Juvenile. That's it. Yes. Yeah, I oh, right. Juvenile. And, yeah. Juvenile was doing good work Apex. with this team during our development process, and it felt like the the org itself as well was pretty driven to get results because they were like, we're boot camping, we're yeah. taking it seriously. Yes, blah 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 blah. They were. They were taking they were taking it really seriously, and Juvenile, I thought I, I felt like was was a big driving factor in that exactly as as a head coach but uh 
you know, with Juvenile's absence now and Hayes coming back in, I feel like Hayes as well. I don't know the internal dynamics of a lot of teams that he's been in, but he feels like a very player-driven team kind of guy. Would you, would you disagree with that? Mm, I mean, I feel like he's... Uh, he comes across as a very mature person yeah. that isn't going to feed into the chaos that's normally associated with player-driven teams. Sure. But I... You might be onto something there in terms of him just like... It just being, feels like it. He's a bit of an old head. I mean, you he's, know, like, he's on the he's corner. He's always with he's the, outside, he's out, an old head. He's, he's outside the convenience the store. Guys. Yeah, he's outside the convenience store. You know, he's drinking these he's fucking... He's got, got, you know, he's mixing something up, you know. He's like, <laughs> he's got something there. Hey. But he's definitely a leadership figure that we've seen add value to teams before. Yeah, like absolutely. When he joined right. NRG, yeah. it made a big difference. Absolutely. And I think... Yeah, that's, that's what it hinges on a little bit, I think, as well, as the direction of this this team because there's talent there there's untapped talent but um i'm just i'm not as excited for for this team compared to some of the other ascension teams that are coming up mm. i think this team is going to be good in ascension mm -hmm. i think they'll be one of the top teams do they have a chance of winning outside chance right. but i think they'll be in the in the top tier but and i mean it's so tough to call it's so goddamn far away mm. yeah but outside chance would the win con be getting much higher value than we've seen before out of people like seven and nature is that the win con for them actually winning like in the world where oh, they win ascension i thought you were gonna say Corey. well i mean it could yeah. be Corey, but i feel like i've seen i've seen, seen good peaks things. out of Corey, but never on a in a structure where that can be consistent and he can really be a star player yeah but um i haven't seen that yet out of seven or nature except for flashes at very brief times yeah uh, but i also haven't watched all of their games in tier two either because they just haven't really been on relevant teams for a while yeah i think i mean go on ball mentioned like i i kind of feel okay about the roster but and in the sense i i agree with you about the other two rosters that we talked about m80 and g2 like about how something kind of feels weird about how they're put together and whatnot and who's whatever I, I kind of feel the same way, but also both of those rosters just on paper are way better. Like than TSM, than TSM, yeah. TSM's rostered. I mean, there's I could list four, four or five teams who I think their rosters on paper are just better. Like right. Phase Guard, the teams we talked about, Shopify. Yeah. Like they're they're kind of getting massively diffed. I think on on paper compared yeah. to those teams. So I can't see how you could call them competitive in tier two. Yeah, like to, you don't think they're going to gonna be gunning for ascension? No, TSM are not getting a spot in the league. Damn. Nope. <laughs> Damn, man, their luck was their luck's down. <laughs> I, I feel bad for that. Listen, I'll I feel I'll always listen. I'll always be rooting for the players, but I'm always down to shit on TSM. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Wonderful. Well, well you know, nice. the unbiased commentary coming from this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, there you go. I mean, there is just so much tier two stuff that we could talk about. Yeah. We were just mentioning some notable teams with notable players as well, but not going to dive through every team that would be relevant. Dive. I, I, I mean, am interested to watch the guard, though. I mean, yeah. Balaj brought that up. Uh, and I think just in general, Ascension is going to fucking slap yes, it is. once it comes around. It just looks like it's going to be so good because yeah. the quality of these teams is 
it, it is good. I mean, Imi had an interview about it where he's talking about, like, we think we're going to be on that level. And, yeah. I mean, you look at some of the teams that are in the partnership system. They haven't really figured their roster out nope. to a great degree I mean, It's yet. still up in the air, honestly. If it, was, it was a, if it was an open circuit as well, still, I mean, you'd be seeing scenarios, I think, where some of these uh, ascendancy teams would be overtaking, I think. Mate, add two qualifier spots to Sao Paulo. So you have a 32-team yeah. uh, singular thinking, in March man. Madness bracket. Yeah. That like, would be bonkers. But then how good. do you decide... Single limb? Huh? Fucking hell. How do you Sorry. decide the, yeah, single the two teams that go? Single in BO1. <laughs> no, not BO1. That's the EMEA Like for a one-off tournament, a single limb would be very fun. Yeah, I think. big bang. I with that, yeah. Yeah. No, not for every tournament. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't no, take away our double limb. Don't, don't take it away. Don't take away double limb. But, but for one tournament, a one-off, it would be quite fun. Yeah. All right, let's get to the only awards show that really matters. Yeah. The Game <laughs> Awards, the Esports Awards, they are nothing, nothing mm. in the face of Wyatt's Weekly Award. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey, bro, pass the sticks. It's Wyatt's Weekly Award. Mm. That's got to be one of the best made ones. All production right. value. It is yep. very good. A lot of production value, yep. Uh-huh. Okay. There's a calm that's entered the room. I'm nervous. My voice is shaking. There's a lot of options oh. this week. I think there's a lot. I think <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that's not one of Why are you laughing? <laughs> I was gonna say. Why are you laughing? It's just funny. A lot of options, but not. Not Harry. Harry's not getting the weekly award this week. <laughs> Poor Brent. Yeah. yeah. I'm still mulling it over. I've been thinking about it all day. Yeah. I mean, it is awards season, and it's a very yeah. important prestigious. Because there's a lot of players who I think yeah. deserve it, potentially, from that tournament. Yeah. A number of different 100 Thieves players. Man. This is a tough one. Should we just not have one this week? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm still thinking about who deserves it the most. Right, right. Hold right. up. Hold Let up. Him cook. Let All him right. cook. Let him cook. Yep, yep, yep. Let it stew. I'm, I'm simmering. Uh, I'm simmering. You know, I, you know what? All right. I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to do it. Uh -huh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it to you, Josh. Me? Josh gets it? Yep. Oh, Pogchamp. I'm going to give Why? it to you. Why do I deserve it? Just be, just for generally being a very cool person. There you go. And because this is the last episode that, that we're going to be doing a plat chat in real life. Uh, and yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's been a very, a it's been a very, it's been a You need ball, to hold balls. Yeah, wait, I'm, I'm holding your handball. It's been a very, very fun time, and it's going to be very sad journey. that you're going to be gone. And yeah, miss you very much. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dying, <laughs> but, but you are leaving. You are, you are going to the UK. Yeah. You're yes. leaving the nest. Fate worse. <laughs> yeah, fate, fate <laughs> worse. <laughs> are you moving to Manchester? No, I'm Actually, not going. Wait, I'm not going back to Manchester. What's now. shitter, Manchester or Birmingham? Oh, Birmingham. Oh, definitely. Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. Yeah. And Manchester's Birmingham. not the shittest place in in the UK. Yeah. it's just really high on the shit list. <laughs> <laughs> of all the places in the world to hold a tournament. Thank yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I didn't pay for that, but, um, <laughs> you know, Vance no. Silly previously paid for it. Dust has paid for it. Wait, Vance paid for it? No. 
He did. He was <laughs> he a sub to your it. channel, though. Yeah, but that had nothing to do with it. He lied about paying for it because uh -huh. he thought it would be funny. Okay. I'm currently watching... Uh, real funny to ruin the sanctity of the award yeah. dance. Yeah. Real funny. Never accuse Wyatt or FIFA of corruption. <laughs> I'm just watching Ever. the FIFA corruption documentary now, and that's exactly what it reminds me of. You're a fucking set blatter. Just... What the Dude, fuck? Vance. Oh, God. Vance Not the cone on, in there bro. as well. Oh, what is that? I mean, the cone does kind of serve as a a spoon-like device. No, it, it looks, looks like they've got baked into bean sauciness. sauce as the base. Yeah, that's that fucking disgusting. God, that is... Who? No, that's gross. That's nah. gross. Just horrific. Nah. Um, yeah, but, but someone stop this man. <laughs> Platchat is still I mean, going to continue. They're still going to do Platchat episodes. I'm yeah. just going to be doing them remotely Ooh, once I get yeah. moved into the UK. So yeah, yeah. Don't, don't fret. The Platchat compound is not actually getting destroyed. And everyone bulldozers do, outside the window. When we do yeah. have the meetup events, the meetup mm. episodes, then it's fucking, then it's just hype. You it's know? on. <laughs> then it's hype. Except we're going to drink on. and order room service and never be able I to post it. I swear to never do that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you going to put that up for like tier three members or something? Yeah, yeah but I've been busy moving my house instead of, uh, yeah. instead of editing it. All right. Mm. <laughs> moving the house. Yeah, I'm transporting the whole house. <laughs> Uh, that does it for episode 116. We'll be back next week. There's a tournament happening in Japan that we can preview with some pretty good teams. Fnatic's going to be in Japan like the day before Christmas. Do you guys want to do a top absurd. 10 players of 2022 instead of Ooh, previewing a, a tournament? An awards show? Hmm. A top yeah, 10 Yeah, we can do that. But wait, what, what's the Japan thing? We'll talk it's about it next week. show match. It's a, oh. it's a tournament happening in show Japan matches. like show matches, but it's like oh, 23rd and 24th of December. they're doing it to promo their merch. So they get more sales. Uh, That's right. what's going on. Right. right. Yeah. Fucking capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> it doesn't what? matter. There's a, okay. Well, it doesn't okay. matter. We'll talk right. about it next week. Uh, see you later. Bye. 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 Bye.